This week we learned that hell is not a place you go to, you carry it with you at all times as we discuss the 2015 Turkish fantasy horror film, Baskin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. Nope. <laughs> the Axe Jefferson, and joining me, as always, is that man with the string, Tim Yobo. How are you doing today? I don't know what the string is for. <laughs> We're going to figure it out, I okay. think. <laughs> really got confused there for a second. Yeah, I think we'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we'll have to ask somebody who might be in the know for some advice on this one, because, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined once again by Candace. <laughs> let me tell you, you how the string? string works. Yeah, let me tell you how the string works. <laughs> That's how I get to wear mini skirts. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. So, folks, we're rounding up March Madness. This is the last of the psychological horror movies that have been selected. And this one comes in from, uh, as Borat would say, my wife, who <laughs> suggested it. Uh, she said, all I want you to do is do this one this month. So shouts out to her on this one. You guys asked before the recording, well, Tim, where the hell she found this movie. Mm -hmm. She said she saw a pretty poster and she was intrigued. Yeah, I, uh... I'd heard about this movie when it came out. Everybody was talking it up really big. But oh, uh, no. I, and I always had it hey, on like Candace, my radar. Candace, Candace, Candace. When it came out, it was talked up really big in the horror movie community. Everybody just really loved it. And so uh, it's always been on my to-watch list, but I've just never gotten around to it until now. That's a problem with a lot of movies. This is the first I've ever heard of it, first time I saw it, so this is a complete surprise to me. I, In fact, I was thinking that Candace, I thought you recommended this movie, and that was more mind-blowing to me when I'm like 20 or 30 minutes, and I'm like, how the fuck did Candace find this movie? But... No, I've heard about it before. It's not an unknown movie. You just, you're just not in the know, Tim. I guess I'm not. I gotta, I gotta subscribe to Turkish Film Monthly. You're not a, you're not a cool cat. Uh, well, no, I'm an old man. <laughs> I used to be the cat's pajamas, though. Oh. So, yeah, this kind of made its circulation around IFC back when they used to put um, films on IFC that were worth oh watching. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I was young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. IFC existed in the 30s? Uh, that and Court yeah. TV, where they actually showed <laughs> shit on Court. From courts. <laughs> that was fun. So, yeah, this, uh, originally it was a short then it it by uh, again by written and directed by Can Evrenal. I hope I said that right. I probably didn't. It, it kind of like hit up the indie circuit for a little while. Then it found its full kind of release where they where they made the full length feature here. When I saw that it was based on a short film, I had my trepidations because anytime I've seen uh, like Lights Out, anytime you see a short film and then that got hugely success successful and they turned it into a full length feature. The concept never really extends out to an hour and a half very well. Yeah, that's why it's a good short film. Right? Yeah, because there's like a there's a sting, and that's pretty much all it is. 
but uh, this surprised me. And there's, I don't have a, a ton of background stuff because it's a relatively new cast. Uh, it was kind of made on a shoestring budget of about $300,000. I thought it would be more. It, You know what? It really feels like it's more. Mm-hmm. But no, they use their no, money wisely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And part of that is not getting permission to film in most <laughs> of the places. Well, it's probably um, why no one's around. <laughs> yeah, but that's used kind of to great effect. And there's a lot of things that are shot in abandoned buildings and, and in the woods. So totally totally works yeah you but... wouldn't look at this and think it's a low budget uh film especially because you know it's a turkish movie so we don't know who any of these people are. so we don't yeah. know if this is like a big cast a cast of nobodies or whatever but you would never think it was just three hundred thousand dollars no the the people that are in it the actors don't aren't really known for doing a lot of stuff i mean we'll get to it but the guy that plays baba here and the father baldy you'll recognize mm-hmm He's actually in another horror movie that's going to be coming out this year. I would imagine that he's probably going to be in a lot of horror movies. <laughs> he's got the look for it. Especially if you don't have a lot of money uh, for your makeup budget, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's called a Killer Popcorn, and it's a comedy fantasy horror. So huh. keep your eyes peeled for that. Oh, man, I hope they do a fucking popcorn surprise kill. Well, you just get that guy for his look. You don't need him for his fucking uh, voice acting or anything else like that, right? Yeah, and his name is... What is his name? He, I'm, uh, God damn, why do I even try? Mehmet Karahoglu. That sounds perfect. I'm sure. <laughs> Again, written and directed by Ken Evernall. It, it, he's kind of new to the whole film industry thing at this time and it's really inspired a lot clearly by a nightmare on elm street kind of hellraiser and uh goodfellas what oh well, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and uh the the cult angle that we'll get to was inspired actually by the the descent which totally makes sense right yeah so i would definitely say if you haven't seen it please go see it it's not extremely available places but uh you can find it out there and you can find it on the blood bank and all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits and subscribe you can uh at the yobo gold level of ten dollars a month Mm -hmm. you too can enjoy this film plus plenty of other ones too plus plenty of other ones actually in turkish horror movies just ready at your fingertips like that, right? It's not going to be on IFC anymore. I guarantee you it that. Certainly isn't. And Tim, I've got some news for you about the uh, about the blood bank. Did you know that I just dropped approximately three hundred dollars on hard drives this week? Patreon money well spent. Thank you all the patrons. Yes, that's right. Now we get the what? You're going to double that shit up, right? We have doubled it up successfully, and with the help of another one of our uh, listeners. We're going to be adding an additional, what is it at right now? I think it's maybe somewhere around five to 600 exploitation, horror, you name it, films from the 70s and 80s. If that's not worth 10 bucks a month. Oh my God. That, I mean, we're putting the film count now up at about 1,200, somewhere in that ballpark. That's a, that's a lot. That's a spicy meatball, Tim. <laughs> I like the spicy meatball. So I think uh, that's enough of the background of it and me plugging and promoting our uh, product, Tim. So I think... Self-promotion is always fun, right? Nobody has any other background information. Maybe we'll start breaking it down. Where do we begin, Tim? We begin 
at the with beginning. a child. We we start at the very beginning. Yeah, with a child waking up in the middle of the night, he hears a fun noise going on and across the uh, the hall from his bedroom. <laughs> I, I right away I'm like, I like the way this movie starts. And man, it just sounds like whoever this woman is, she's just having a she's just having a good old it's a hoot fashion. Nanny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's having a good time, man. And this is scaring the the kid a bit, which, you know, you imagine as a kid it would. You're like, what the fuck's going on in there? Yes. So he he walks down the hall. He goes to the door where he hears the sexes happening, and he puts his ear to it like a little fucking pervert. Yeah, because that's what you want to do. You hear moaning coming from your parents' room. You're going to stick your face in there. Well, no, that's why he's listening at the door. First, he's waiting for a break. <laughs> then he can be like, tap, tap, mom. Yeah. Tap, tap. <laughs> oh, no, no, somebody's already tap, tapping mom. <laughs> no. Uh, so he goes to reach for the doorknob, but then he stops. He hesitates. He turns around, and he sees a television playing the cool black and white static of the old television. Uh, this brings back memories. Doesn't yeah. it? Candace, are you old enough to remember TV static? So he goes over. And he shuts off the TV and goes back to his room. But as he does, we see a creepy robed arm reaching for him. From out of like a closet or something, right? Yeah, just hiding in there. Just, you know, you got a, a weird closet um, robe dude. <sighs> so that poor robe dude had to sit in that closet for how long? Listening to this kid's parents or whoever it is in that fucking bedroom, getting it on. I just want to get that little fucking kid. Come on already. Yeah. Reaches out toward him, and then we see his bedroom door slam shut. That's that's probably not going to end well. And then we we cut to a, uh, a deserted parking lot in the middle of the night with a police van parked. And one thing I want to say about this is the use of lighting, color, and um, mm-hmm. just the way every shot is laid out is oh yeah so fucking beautiful. It is like in the in the atmosphere is so creepy and moody. What? Uh, yeah, the lighting. It's just really like when you say it was three hundred thousand dollars, I was really, really surprised because it really looks good. And I guess it shows if you have talent. And I mean, did, how long did it take to make this movie? Does it, Twenty-eight you know? days. Twenty-eight days. God damn. Yep. It was filmed in 28 days. Isn't that insane? Well, I mean, you do have a small cast. It's like in what? Like four or five locations. It doesn't look like they have a gigantic crew, but whatever they had, they fucking made it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And man, it, it's... I, I just... It's hard to, to describe visual concepts in an audio <sighs> medium. I, I'll throw up some some screenshots and stuff from it, but... Just, just the way the the framing is is done on all of these shots. It's, I mean, that's like, like I said, why my wife saw this. It, it, she said, that, you know, there's just a picture of this movie as the poster, and then boom, that's enough to sell it. So, and there's been lots of books and lots of movies and records. Yeah, that's how old I am. That I discovered just because I like the cover on it. We see this police van that's parked. We're zooming kind of through it, and it's an empty police van. And inside of it, there's a uh, a photograph, a photograph of the Super Troopers. So, Tim, we're getting introduced now to our uh, five cops. And I know 
that when cops aren't really necessarily doing a good job, sometimes that bothers you. Now, I want to I want to get your thoughts on these cops. Oh, uh, well, when I saw this scene, this is why it kind of reminded me almost like a little bit like a Reservoir Dogs type thing with the way they were yes. sitting around the table and bullshit, and especially the story that they're going to be telling soon. But uh, I mean, they all look like they all know each other for a very long time. They all look like they're comfortable, except for they got that one guy who's got the headache and is just sitting there by the fucking old timey uh, oven. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, what the hell's the, the character's name? Uh, Sabo? Yes, I think so. Yeah, Sabo. Yeah, he, he, he does seem kind of like the odd man out of the group with his, with his bad headache going on. And, uh, and they have a rookie cop with them tonight. Or yes, somebody who's been around that, often, that long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and we're introduced to them uh, through the eyes of a, uh, like a dude walking with a bucket of meat. When I saw this, when I saw the coat, it looked like almost like the guy from the beginning of the movie wearing the robe who yoinked a little kid. And then I'm like, is that supposed to be the little kid? Because it's just, it's a very weird delivery system to the kitchen yeah. <laughs> from someplace outside of the restaurant where the guy's wearing a coat or a cloak or a robe and he's delivering a bucket full of raw meat that is then cooked outside of the restaurant. Yeah, that's true, because, yeah, that, that's right. You do see it being cooked outside on a grill. Yeah. Um, and, and they get very, like, tied in and visceral with the shots of the meat being flopped out. Ooh, the sound, out too. There's, ugh, there's certain sounds of food that makes this just like, ugh, I don't want to eat it. But, yeah, they were really amping up that fucking sound of him cutting up that meat. Yep, yep, cutting it up, and then the kind of squealing noise of it cooking and singeing on the grill. So yeah, you get the sense maybe this is some uh, some black market meat, maybe not the stuff you're really uh, really wanting to pay good money for. Uh, I mean, look at the place. It's not the, it's not the fucking four seasons, right? That's true. This isn't even the two and a half seasons, Tim. This is a, <laughs> this is a pretty divey place. Yeah, this is not getting a good Yelp review. There's not a lot of Uber drivers getting calls to go out there. No, no, nobody's nobody's going out here. It's it's basically abandoned. Which is convenient when you only have a $300,000 filming budget. And you didn't have film permits, and you're filming in Turkey, which, from what I hear, is kind of a little bit strict over there with shit. Yeah, they're pretty conservative, which uh, some of the things that get filmed in this, you're mm -hmm. like, that's a little rough. But uh, anyway, we, uh, we cut to the, the five police officers, and they're talking about betting on, uh, on football, right? Mm-hmm. Soccer. Uh, well, soccer to us, Tim. Football to the rest of the world, right? No. Yes, but it's still soccer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so everybody go ahead and pour a little bit out for Candace. She says she's having internet problems, and we're probably uh, going to have to record without her. Don't worry. We'll have her back. I'll, I'll make sure she, uh, yeah, she, she joins us. She has a episode coming up soon, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So she'll be on that. And uh, you know what, Tim? We Maybe just added she has actual evidence of a ghost, Eddie. And the government be. is trying to shut her internet access down oh, before she gets the word out, right? Her. They're shutting her up. I bet that's what's going on here, Tim. Yeah, and maybe uh, an episode of Dark Place, because I did just add that to the blood bank. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Looks, looks like a fun show. So, yeah, they're, they're talking about betting on the soccer or the football. And uh, one of the guys that works there, he brings this, like, bunch of dirty plates back to wash in the restaurant and uh 
you know, he's, he's the guy that gets the meat and starts cutting it up and, and grilling it all up. Then, um, one of the cops, uh, he starts telling this, uh, story. He says, Hey, you know, uh, you probably fucked a chicken, you know, a, I think it was a po says, uh, yeah, he, he, I lost my virginity to a, to a chicken. And then Arda says, you know, uh, I lost my virginity in a brothel. And Art is our rookie. He's our. Uh, he's look. He looks like he's the city boy out of all. He does, right? He's he's the most mm-hmm. well po- He's he's a rookie, so he's still taking his job serious. He's making sure he's got the hair all sharp and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And these guys have been around for a while, and they definitely yeah. like country cops versus a city. Yeah, yeah, a lot of facial hair, not a lot of paying attention to grooming, and a lot of betting on the uh, on the football, as well as uh, what Yavuz. Uh, the story he tells about his first sexual experience or asexual experience with a prostitute. Uh, so he says, yeah, you know, I was out driving and I saw this girl and she looked like a Victoria's Secret model. Right. So he, uh, he picks her up. He, uh, he takes her out to, uh, the hotel where you do these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And he begins, um, making love with uh said woman and tim something goes wrong well he starts a story off with you guys have heard the string story before right and the one guy across from i forget his name because i'm not good with names anyway and with turkish names it's going to be impossible but the older chubbier cop that's sitting directly across from him is like yeah he knows the story and he starts telling it sounds all right okay i agree with that and he's getting the story out and like right up to you the part where you are he's in the hotel and he's making out and he reaches down and he feels a string and then attached to that string i guess is a guy's dick yeah yeah cock and uh one maybe two balls yes but that doesn't stop our cop friend he's still going because (laughs) because he's so excited right and hey, he's but so what, excited plus he paid for it well yeah and i guess what gets him pissed off is that while he's doing it to this guy who he thought was a female prostitute this guy is jerking himself off and that really got him pissed off and he's like hey come on that now it's really fucking dirty and disgusting stop that <laughs> so he, I like, he has a line where it's like ah, you know what okay i'll go this far but hey this guy can't be jerking off on him you know what i get it it's like maybe it's like if, if you're paying for it it's like look this is this is on my time right no, now. No, 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 no. Eddie, if you're paying for it, do you want your prostitute to be laying there like a piece of wood? Or at least she has to pretend that she's into it. That's what this guy might be that's, doing. Yeah, that's or true. That's he true. might really be hitting it so good that the guy's like, hey, you know what? Out of the hundred fucking guys I fucked this week, this is the guy I like. And I'm going to be jerking off while he does. That should be common. Yeah. That should be, you know, like that's an extra tip. Well, That's true. You know, I, I guess he found out there's already an extra tip. <laughs> there literally was an extra tip. Thank you very much. Oh, man. Yeah, it turns up with uh, making love to a transgendered person. And getting upset about it because said person is getting excited about it. <laughs> no, you just stand there. Don't, Don't do it like how he's like slapping his hand away from his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like that the depot then says like so uh at the end of the day uh that that woman uh gave it to your hand like you jerked him off right and everybody laughs at him and then Yavuz is like no stop that didn't happen and Apo then says uh 
So what what if she said, all right, it's uh, my turn. Bend over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yavu says, mm-hmm. no, I, I have hemorrhoids. So you <laughs> would have done it anyway if you didn't have hemorrhoids, right? <laughs> I guess. Oh, maybe they maybe they had some chemistry, Tim. Look, what what is love? Tim? Well, no, that's what the one of his friends says. Because as soon as he says that I have hemorrhoids, his friend mm-hmm. jumps on it because it's like you didn't say no. You just said that you couldn't do it because you have yes. hemorrhoids. Exactly. Yeah, Yavu's Yavu's. He like uh, comes across as yeah, you know, I'm into things. I'll try something new. But then he turns into a real asshole. Well, yeah, because he's a sex guy. But then somebody who's outside of their inner circle is listening. And it's the uh, waiter, I guess, at this dive of a fucking restaurant. Oh, you mean uh, Spider? Yeah, Spider. Who, who's from Goodfellas. Giggling. Because this is the yeah. scene that reminded me from Goodfellas. Exactly, yes. It's the whole, uh, what am I, funny? What, what are, you, are you laughing at me? What, am I a clown to you? Instead, it's like, uh, hey, why, why are you laughing? It's like, oh, I was, I was laughing at when you were talking about uh, fucking the person and they had a dick. And he's like, so what, you, you're, you're calling me a, an F slur? And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm, I was laughing with. And so now, now we kind of get a little, uh, little peek into the psyche of uh, Yavuz because this is immediately a huge fucking issue. Stands up, like, all right, we're, we're going to have to get into a, a big fight now. This is going to be a big fucking problem. Meanwhile, uh, our buddy... Um, Safety. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's name. safety. I apologize. I think it's safety. He's not feeling great. He rushes over to the uh, to the restroom because he's got to throw up. You know, because he's had this headache all night. He's he's just not doing great. Yeah, something's up with him. Yeah, got some problems going on. So, right about then, the chief or the chief, the chef uh, comes in to the room. And he's like, look, leave the kid alone. Like, he's just a boy, you know, leave him alone. Don't, don't like, kill him or whatever the hell it is that you're going to do. Yeah. So they decide, all right, fine, we're, we're going to get out of here, I guess. It's bygones, be bygones, whatever. And as they're leaving, the, the young dude that laughed kind of gives this little snide remark, like, yeah, if you guys weren't cops, uh, you <laughs> he know. He fucked up. <laughs> yeah, wrong thing Oof. to say. Don't say that to Ooh. any cops, but Turkish cops. <laughs> come on. We saw what they would do in American soil. Oh what my are they going to do on their These own These Turkish country? cops, they just do not give a fuck. No, they do not. So, uh... Well, unless it's a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> a 70% of the military. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow, that's a fucking lie, right? <laughs> that's a lot, man. That is a lot of that's chicken That's a lot fucking. of chicken pussy. <laughs> Chick- chicken mm-hmm. cloaca. A cloaca bang. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, and you know what's crazy is one guy, he thought he was grabbing a chicken, but he ended up grabbing a cock. Oh, Tim. Nope. No, Tim. <laughs> you don't get that one, sir. I do. I get that one. That's a good That's a good All callback. Right. I'll give you that <laughs> one. Then. So Yavuz turns around. He's like, look, man, we're going to have a big fucking problem. Just then, the oldest cop there, Ramsey, he turns and he tells old Yavuz, he says, look, man, if you're really going to do this, you should back your words up and actually hit the kid. I thought right, Ch- just basically damn. Yeah, I him. thought he was going to be like you. Nothing but talk. You're like going to get in this kid. Well, here face. again, this is the Goodfellas thing. This is where Robert De Niro is telling Joe Pesci, "Oh, you're going to let him talk to you like that? Hey, hey, mm-hmm. kid, come over here. I'm going to give you a tip. I like, I like the balls that you got to say that to him. So the cop is egging him on. The boss cop wants him to fight. 
But yeah. I thought he was like gonna call him yeah. out and be like, "You're not gonna do shit. You're a pussy." I thought Yavuz was gonna puss out. Yeah, he but does. He when he takes his gun away from him, when he because the other cop takes his gun away, so it's gonna right. be like a fair fight. And it's like, all right, he's not a cop right now, so go out and fight, and whatever happens is gonna happen. Yes. And he looks like he hesitates there a little bit, then he goes up and again. In my experiences, when you're gonna get into a fight, the more talk you do, the less you're gonna get into yeah. a fight. So oh, yeah. when he goes up to him, he's like, oh, say that again, da, 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 whatever. What'd you say to me? I'm like, all right, it's not going to happen. And he did it. He headbutts, headbutts the guy. Him, yes. Well, kind of a sucker punch, yeah. you know? Yeah. A little bit of a cheap yeah. shot, but doesn't affect uh, Kitchen Boy because he comes right back and he fucking pops him in the face and knocks yeah. him on his ass. He gets a couple of good but shots. He gets in. a slow ass haymaker. Yeah. I'm like, these guys don't know how to fight. They're like flailing their arms around like octopuses or something. Yeah, they're they're not real like martial arts kind of trained cops here. They're just kind of wailing drunkenly <laughs> at each other. But they're stone cold uh, sober. So. They study chicken stuff. <laughs> yeah, because catching them—that's part of it. <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, wow, you know what? You know that makes Rocky too a whole different fucking movie. <laughs> Oh, he caught the chicken, Rocky. You got it. What do you do? Oh, God. <laughs> All right, kid, you caught the chicken. No, no, don't fuck it, Rock. Don't fuck. There's no sex before a fight, kid. <laughs> yeah, the old raging uh, bull. Oh, no. Oh, God. So, yeah, he uh, he just starts uh, ground-pounding the shit out of this kid, and we cut back to our buddy in the bathroom, not feeling good, and he notices a frog sitting in the soap dish like i don't know if that frog should be there kind of tries to brush it aside and he looks up in the mirror and we see a hooded figure in the mirror behind him but he doesn't see it we no. see it he doesn't see we it. see it. he does not but what he does instead is he just starts screaming so i guess that headache's really really <laughs> bad man like well, i think he's not doing I think they great. intimate that he's claustrophobic and he has like fits because of it yeah they yeah. say something about yeah they say that a couple of times but he says that he doesn't have it and uh, it, again ken it looks like this guy has been around with this group for a while but the way that they're talking yeah. to each other back and forth so this wouldn't be the first time he went to the fucking bathroom <laughs> I know. or that he's in a car in a police car which would be pretty fucking closed in right yeah yeah so i know um zoastrianism the religion was was popular in, in that region for many years and and there's a uh, superstition that kind of held over from that in turkish culture of uh i mean it, and it's in a lot of cultures with the bloody mary kind of thing but they say uh that if you look at yourself in a mirror at night uh that you may accidentally see a reflection of your true self your inner self rather than uh the physicality uh, of yourself. I, was, I don't know if they're I was wondering if some of this was uh lost in translation like were they i figured a lot of it had to be lost in translation where like if we were yeah. turkish we would know what that yeah. reference was what With this the frogs. is and all yeah yeah all the frogs are this yeah there, uh, there's a few of them and i tried to do some some digging into it and i'll, I'll interject a little bit of it when i can so uh it's crazy though because then this this you know gets all of his cop buddies attention immediately they're like all right quit quit pounding on the fucking kid like we do every every friday 
Uh, let's go uh, to the bathroom and see what's going on with our buddy. And they're like ready to shoot the fucking lock off the door. Uh, I saw this like, dude, he's in the fucking bathroom. You're going to fucking shoot him in the leg or shoot him in the fucking balls or something like that trying to shoot the yeah, lock off. Yeah, it looks like a tiny Which I never bathroom. understood that. There's ricochet, right? Yeah. And where does the metal go from the lock that you just shot? Well, I think cops in real life don't do that. I think that's just a movie thing. I'm betting it's a movie thing because, like I said, it's either got to be a ricochet that you have to worry about or what mm-hmm. the fuck is going to happen to the lock that you're blowing out? Some of that fucking metal from the lock cylinder is yeah. going someplace, exactly. right? I'll tell you, and this didn't work for Oscar Pistorius either, so oh. it's just not a good, <laughs> not a good move, Tim. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, the, no, he, but he opens the door. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I was going to make the Baskin joke, by the way, about Tiger King because it's been a year, but, you know, that seemed cheap. That's too easy. Yeah. It's too easy. No, I'll go with Oscar Pistorius, <laughs> the uh, the Olympic runner. But who... guess what? Both of them killed him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who, okay, so, yeah, just an aside. For, for those of you listening who don't know, Oscar Pistorius was called the Blade Runner. He was the fastest man with no legs, right? In the 2004 Summer Paralympics, he, they gave him these, these uh, blade thingies for his legs, and he ran on them, and he was super fucking fast, right? And they so, look really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. So this dude, born in not a great life, right, conquered this, be- became a, an Olympic like champion, 2011 world champion athletics, <sighs> went to the 2012 Summer Olympic Games. He was the story the first... of, the, of the Summer Olympics. He was yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then in the next year, the next year he marries Reva Steenkamp, who's like beautiful. Uh, she was a Avon model in South America, FHM magazine model. Beautiful, right? Then <laughs> I like how you're laughing uh, about this. Well, I'm laughing about it because of his excuse, right? So he shot her to death is what happened now she locked herself in the bathroom and he shot through the door much like would have happened here in baskin uh-huh. and killed her right the cops talked to him and they said well what happened and, and here's here's his excuse okay yep somebody broke into my house while i was out on the patio without my my legs without my blades having a cigarette i came in and uh, the bathroom next to where my beautiful model girlfriend was sleeping was shut. So I figured that whoever it was that broke into the house, instead of robbing the place or raping my girlfriend, which is what you do. <laughs> Taking a uh, dump. That's what I do. Yeah, he's decided, he's decided to take a shit instead. <laughs> Look, if you're robbing a you place, nervous. you know, you got to be light on your feet, right? So sometimes that shit can weigh you down. No, no pun intended. Yeah. So that you was take a good dump. You can carry like an extra four pounds of fucking merchandise out of the house, right? Oh, uh, you think you think he he like had one of the blade legs and he was going to keister the other one? Like, <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he was going to like stick it up there and jump on it to run extra fast or something. That way he has like three legs. <laughs> yeah, like a. It, it was like snowy, a pogo could, like skied down the hill. Exactly. It'd be like a yeah. for your eyes only. <laughs> so that's that's the Oscar Pistorius story that we're referencing here, folks. Just real, so you know, real he is in jail. So yes, if you yeah. ever come home and it looks like your house has been broken into, check yeah. your bathroom. 
first. First and foremost, bathroom. Guy might be in there taking the <laughs> shit. Not only so. that, but I liked how the guy either has a shy bladder or he grew up in a house full of other people because he's by himself, he thinks, and he's, t- he's closing the door to take a shit. I'd keep the door open just to hear in case Blade Runner dude came back in. <laughs> that's true, but you know what? you got to respect people's privacy, you know? Yeah, that's true. But these cops weren't going to. They were going to shoot the lock off, but instead their friend exits the bathroom. He's like, nah, that's cool. I'm fine. Matter of fact, I'm so fine, I could drive. Yeah, they're like, I don't think so. And he's like, what? Like, Stop being an mean... asshole, okay? I can drive. Yeah, don't be a dick. I've been driving since I'm 14. What are you talking about? At least oh, he yeah, said four. My caption oh, said four, four. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. He was sitting yeah. on his father's lap while his father was driving a bus or something like that. So I guess that's how he's qualified. I guess, yeah. I mean, that. to be fair, he's definitely got the years on it. So we're out, and we get... A call. There's a disturbance. There's a disturbance at a house. Where is they house? need to go? What's that? Do you re- you remember what the name of the town is? Where this is? Where the house? I is don't there? remember I the, the way name they of pronounce the town, it. Is not no. the way it's spelled. How are they? Go ahead. It? I don't know how they're. I cannot recreate that because the the town looks like Invegia or something like that. And they're like, yeah, okay. that's a uh, Invecia. I'm like, what? Or some something like that. It could be their dialect, their accent. Well, I mean, plus they're speaking, this yeah. is Turkish. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how well Turkish translates into English, literally. Yeah, but, so now now the guys are like, damn it, now we have to actually work? God damn. You yeah. Because you get the feeling these guys don't do Yeah, they much, were having a right? good time singing along on the radio about how they were going to leave with the love of their life, and... Which was a pretty Oh, no, we don't get to that part oh, yet. Oh, we haven't we don't gotten get to, to that part, part yet? Cause... Yeah. I yeah, love this... the fucking opening line to that fucking song. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they, they get the call before they, they oh, turn on I the radio. Oh, I thought it was after. Because, no, it's before. So they they, uh, they jump in, you know, and they're they're uh, riding down to... And one of them mentions, like, oh, that's weird. that, that I, I remember that place growing up. People were talking about, like, a lot of shit went down there. Which is weird, though, because I also remember that there's a bunch of shrines there. And you wouldn't think there'd be a lot of disturbances and shit with those shrines. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, depending upon what part of the world you're in, that's exactly the kind of area I'd like to avoid. Mm. So, Real secluded, a lot that's... of religious aspects to it. Not, not going to be a good mm-hmm. time. Yep, yep. So they, uh, yeah, they're off, going on the call. And that is when we get the uh, the musical number. Good song. Now, actually, you know what? I kind of like the beat. I did too. Yeah? I could really snap my fingers to it and whistle. Yeah. There, I mean, there is a pretty good soundtrack on this. That's, I kind of cut in the intro music mm-hmm. a little bit from it. But uh, yeah, and the guys are singing, they're dancing. Now, I know it's a cultural thing, but I need somebody to explain the holding your hands up and snapping your fingers dancing move. Um, it's easy. Yeah. It, true. I mean, true. I could do it right now and sitting down in my chair doing a fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, before you start. I, I would look okay. Before you start, you know, judging other people's dance moves, how well can you dance, Eddie? Mm-hmm. How well can you well... hold your hands up and snap <laughs> your fingers? I, that dance, I'm I'm doing it right now, actually. And you know what? I'm fucking nailing it. I actually can't it, snap so there my fingers. You go. So I'm terrible. What? I can't. No, I can't. So I'd be terrible at that what? dance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, you don't have any fucking fingerprints? What the hell's wrong with you? Come on, snap. 
He's, I can't. I can't. Yeah, it's literally a snap, I can't Candace. do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't whistle and I can't snap uh, my fingers. Hmm. Okay, so I can you can't sing along to any Turkish no, songs. No, I guess not. I can't oh, keep a beat. <laughs> Oh man, mm. you better not go to Turkey on vacation because they're gonna be looking at you. Look at that stuck the, up. The American fuck is bitch. she doing? <laughs> <laughs> She's just holding her hands up. She's not even just kind of like jerking her neck around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, snap I... your neck. <laughs> there you go. Prong would agree. Uh, I can't roll my R's. Like a. I don't know why. Hmm. Didn't watch yeah. enough Batman with Catwoman when you were a kid. <laughs> I guess not. I, I did watch enough of that. That's not a problem. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, maybe my tongue's too big. I don't know. So okay. They're well, strange flex. You know what they say about a guy with a big tongue? Well, my head's fucking giant. It only stands to reason, Tim. Oh wow, that'd be like really cool if you had like a gigantic head and like a little. Puppy oh god, tongue. if it was like a little snake tongue. <laughs> No, like a tongue when you see like a cat when oh, they sleep yeah. and the tongue comes out sometimes. Oh, God. Like a terrible, like, Gene Simmons, like, but really thin and... Ugh. No, thank you. So they're off driving around, having a good fun time singing and dancing and listening to some good music, and then, uh-oh. They run over Bigfoot. Driver. Safety. Well, he thinks he does, right? First, he's like, slams on the brakes and swerves, and he's like, shit, I thought I ran somebody over back there. There was someone in the road. They get out, they're like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't see anybody yeah, to me, here. They were too busy dancing and snapping their fingers. To me, around. this is when the movie starts yeah. getting good, because this is when, like, it starts ratcheting up the tension. And this is, like, real oh, yeah. foggy and moody and atmospheric, and it's really using the, mm -hmm. the purples and blues for shade coloring. Oh, it's great. And then, you know, because you got to put no, yourself in that situation. It's like, I'm in the middle of nowhere in a neighborhood that shouldn't exist, and... I think I saw something on the side of the road, and now I'm staring into the woods, and I know there's something in there staring back at me, but I don't see it. Like, that's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah, because mm -hmm. I don't think, does the driver guy say it yet, or is it a little bit later on where he says, we've been driving down this road forever, and we can't find the turn, and the guy says, I've been I know these roads like uh, the back of my hand, but I don't know where this place yeah, is. Yeah, it's a place that shouldn't exist, but has suddenly popped up on this mm. night, and I'm like, oh, I'm here for this. Let's keep going. And they've all heard stories about oh, yeah. from when yes. they were kids, oh, yeah. too. Yes. So it's perfectly building the atmosphere. And a uh, good reference on that one, too, Tim. It's Arda that says that he's been driving on it for years. He knows it like the back of his hand. He says he's actually been driving on it for 10 years. And that, as well as we'll see there's a lot of diner scenes and a lot of scenes that involve food and drinking. And Arda never eats or drinks anything. Which, again, is a reference to the savior figure in Zoroastrianism who fasted for 10 years, apparently. Um, I don't know if, again, I, this I is... Deep pull. What's that? I said I can do that. Fast well. for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like those people, the, the breatharians, the ones that say, like, they don't eat or <laughs> yeah. drink. They just get powered by the sun like some fucking plant. Okay, can I lock you in a clear box and put you in my backyard for four years and see what happens? It's kind of like uh, the Taoism. I can't remember the, the guy who yeah. did Taoism. They said that he was born. His mother carried him for 90 years, so he was born a 90-year-old man. <laughs> like, oh, God, that Lord. poor mother. <laughs> Jesus, just fucking kill the mother and kill me. Born 90? Yeah, born 90 because they, couldn't, oh, they couldn't have it be where 
he was ever a, a stupid child, you know, like ever not wise. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the other yeah. thing, too, if, if you're going to start your own religion, you got to have a good birth story, right? That's it can't true. be just some guy named Sam born in the Bronx. Yeah. I don't know. Because the Buddha was born through a, a slit in his mother's side, not, not even through the vagina. Well, isn't that just a C-section? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, like, how different religions always like to treat, like, first it's a virgin birth, then there's, like, through a slit in the side. They think the vagina's got to be, like, a one-way street. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things only go in. They can't go out. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yep. Yep. Or they only come out and they don't go in, like the virgin birth. So. And it's, it's kind of the, uh, the thing. This is a uh, has nothing to do with the movie, but it always cracked me up where suddenly it's no longer a vagina it's the birth canal you know when someone becomes pregnant it's like it stops yeah. being sexualized <laughs> at that point <laughs> holy shit so what happens if that baby comes out a little bit crooked and you clog up another canal <laughs> sorry reference oh. to this ship that got <laughs> stuck in the Suez canal oh tim <sighs> tim 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 sorry. we don't do current references except i'm going to do one to uh lil nas x's new track mm -hmm. dropped <laughs> I saw oh that fucking God. video. Wow. <laughs> the best thing Fire. I saw on Twitter today is about that video is Christians tell little Nas to go to mm -hmm. hell. Mm -hmm. Little Nas goes to hell. Christians get mad. Yeah. So ridiculous. <laughs> they told that they're like, oh, you're gay. Go to hell because they're Christians and that's what they do. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go to hell and be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... and have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Has a great time. Kill Satan, by the way, which you would think they would be like, thank you for your service. Yeah, but no, but no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, 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 no. I mean, it's something they always want to have happen, but. Yeah, but then him. it happens. Hey, what's the, no, what's the light him. without the dark? Come on. You, you got to have true. both sides of the coin. Very true. So we, uh. We're looking around, like you said, and we don't see any uh, dead dude that they ran over. Instead, what we see is a big pile of frogs. Again. So, okay. Well, it's a little... Uh, we saw that in the bathroom. Now we're seeing a bunch of Are them. Are you guys scared I'm of frogs? Thinking... I have a... No. My husband's oldest niece is, like, terrified of frogs. I mean, they're a little bit... Uh... Uh... I wouldn't say they're like they're my favorite animal, but I wouldn't like freak out if I saw them. Yeah, this would. But mm -hmm. seeing all those fucking frogs like that, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? It's a fucking fuck, a uh, frog fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um. We might actually be covering frogs next month. By oh, the way. God. Oh God. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, I'm very hoppy. Yeah. <laughs> shut mm. up, shut very up. Very <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hoppy. <laughs> uh, come on, get hoppy. No, uh, but when I saw all the frogs, I immediately I went back to Dawn of the Dead. And I'm thinking, well, when there's no more room in hell, the frogs mm. will walk the earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think that the frogs are walking the earth because the guy's like, all we found are these frogs. You think you're sure a frog didn't like jump in front of the car? Yeah, he's, and I'm like, no. he said that a frog slam itself into the side of the car. <laughs> yeah, because then they see on the side of the car a bunch of uh, scratches, right? They're like that's weird. That wasn't there before. But well, they uh, hear a, a loud bang, and the car yes. rocks. And then when they run over, there's nobody there, and then they see the scratches. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they're like, "That's fucking weird. What's going on here?" And right about then is when we get introduced to the uh, the weird dude that's uh, hunting frogs. And I'm like, "You're done. They're all right there. You see the pile? <laughs> you just hit pay dirt." <laughs> like, 
They've organized themselves for you, sir. Just scoop with your bucket. By the way, the bucket that we saw earlier. So that's frog meat that they're eating? No. So I think that the idea of the frog is that it's the an allusion to the cycle of, of life, right? So you go from the tadpole to, to the frog. And I think that the meat is the beginning of the cycle of life that we'll see uh, in the cannibalism and what ends up happening in this mm. movie. Maybe. I don't know. I could just be insane. I, too, I really couldn't make heads or tails of some of it. So I'm open to your interpretation. Some of it's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I love David Lynch's stuff, too. So the open to interpretation, totally down. So then, yeah, they, they're met by the, the frog hunter. And the frog hunters are not, they seem like they really want to be helpful you, you, and kind. Like, Did you kind of skip forward? Did you, did you go over to the big crash? Because I thought they didn't meet the frog people uh, until yeah, after the right. big crash. They don't oh, meet, right, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I apologize. So yeah, then they, they get back into the car, they drive off a, a little more, then they actually do hit a person in a car. And it looks like Bigfoot. And Because uh, at first all you see is does. just hair. And I was like, oh God, they killed Turkish yes. Bigfoot. <laughs> Oh, uh, poor Turkish Bigfoot. <laughs> and then the van that they're they driving They can only in. be one Bigfoot, so it's okay with me. That's true. You've got to eliminate them. I, I just like the Pacific Northwest. We'll, we'll oh, keep it there. So basic. Oh, come on. It's such a fun one, though. So, yeah, they hit him, slam on the, the, the brakes, shoom, go, goes veering off and in, into, the, uh, into the drink. They fall into a lake. And as they do, we... Uh, we cut back in time to the diner, and Arda is having a little conversation with the older uh, policeman. And his uh, uncle, we've got to find out soon, right? Yeah, Ramsey. Kind of his guardian. And they're at the table, kind of his guardian, true. And he says, uh, look, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story, Arda does, that I've never told anybody. You see, when I was a kid, I had a, I had a friend, and my friend told me... Um, <clears throat> that he saw a family member die and he saw their soul escape their body. Nobody else saw it, just he saw it. Yeah, his brother was in the room and his brother says he didn't see anything. Yep, yep. And uh, Sarda, you know, got kind of creeped out by that and he says, all right, but look, man, let's, let's do a deal here, okay? I promise you, or we need to promise each other that whoever dies first is going to appear to the other person and not scare him Tell him not to be afraid. Says, and then I woke up. But when I woke up, I was still in a dream. The dream in the dream. The, the classic Nightmare on Elm Street. And the dream that he describes is the opening scene of the movie. Revealing that the boy was him. Yep. It was him all along. Yep. Yep. So, but he says, though, that um, he, he doesn't describe the scene of the hand reaching out for him that, that happened. He says uh, that he, he has a fear, though, knowing that his friend, quote-unquote, uh, was in the other room waiting for him. And then the next day, when he actually woke up, he found out from his mother that uh, his friend had died that night in a car accident. A car had hit him. He says, that, you know, this is a dream that I've continued having over and over and over again. And in fact, I had it this morning. Hmm. And this is a little bit like a Harry Houdini-style story, right? 
we're going to make a pact. Whichever one dies first, we're going to come back and talk to the other one, which is, I think, a deal that he made with his wife. And that's why they have that seance every Halloween night trying to get him to come back. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you said before, Ken, in the beginning of the movie, when we're seeing, like, his toys, it looks like there's a fucking picture of Harry Houdini. Was that Harry Houdini? I thought that was, like, uh... I thought it was just like a boy's I don't know who it was, but thing. Yeah, but it looked like somebody from like the 20s or the yeah, 30s, it did. right? It didn't look like somebody from yeah. recent times. I don't think times. that was Houdini. And, uh, all right, so who else is the kid, a kid going to have a picture of in this room? I, honestly, I thought it was a James Bond, like a James Bond novel, because that's what it looked like, like to that. me. Hmm. Could be. Yeah, I don't know. I have no reference to that, so. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 look, I don't <laughs> have all the fucking, you, neither of <laughs> you fuckers have the trivia fact on that one. Come on. So Kids I'm gonna say yes, it is. Me. And also, do we know? Do any of us know who that other guy that we see in this pic? I think we see pictures of him two or three times. Are you talking on the wall in the no, frame? No, I thought that maybe that was a uh, no. the way it was hung up and framed. It kind of reminded me of when you see movies set in like Moscow and stuff during Soviet yeah, times. Yeah, like maybe the president. Yeah, like maybe it was like a political figure who was really big or something. That's I just assume that's who that was. I have no yeah. way to know who that was. Do a Google search image or. Or it's like some like minor saint that just like got pissed off at everybody and moved out in the woods. You no, know? there's no and pictures like, of saints. There's only drawings and paintings. Well, that, that was an actual picture. That, no, you can have pictures that's of true. saints. That, that Wasn't the last photo. saint that was canonized or was like from the 1920s? Could be, really? yeah. yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> there's not a lot of saints anymore. How come? Yeah, what's up it's with that? It's not real. Because <laughs> uh, uh, don't you have to perform two? Yeah, miracles you have to perform two miracles, or... and then after you die, you have your body has to smell like flowers, or there's a th- there's a process. So, mm. all right, let's say there's ten points that you have to hit. Yeah, you hit nine. That's it. You're not mm-hmm. a saint. What are you? Yeah, no. you're a piece of shit. Why did you even bother <laughs> you're trying? <an> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That uh, one time you ate fucking fish on Friday like, and it comes back and bites you. That's in like the getting ass. bronze in the Olympics. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're the third greatest in the world, but you're not first, are you? <laughs> uh, well, no, yeah. actually, I heard that the people who win bronze are happier than the people who win silver. Because really? when you win bronze, you're happy you got something, right? I don't know. Pistorius killed his fucking wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he, didn't he get like so... 15 to 20? 15 yeah. to 20? Yeah. No, but silver think medals? about it. If you get silver. You're right there in the middle, and you're like, if I was just a little bit better, I could have had gold. That's so if you have a, gold, you, yeah. you're happy you won. Silver, you yeah. were that close to getting gold. And bronze, yeah. you were this close to getting nothing, but now you got so something. It's like the that's sil- true. Bronze. It's the silver medal of sainthood. When you get a nine out of the ten. Yes, that's right. <laughs> nine out of ten. It's a silver medal. <laughs> bronze is the Ralphie Wiggum's Go Banana <laughs> Award. <laughs> He's happy. He's having a good time. No one cares. No, yeah. Um, and we also learned that Arda got his name. From a dream. Uh, because, yeah, from one of his father's dreams. Father just said, uh, hey, uh, in a dream, a dude told me, yeah, name your kid Arda. That's fucking is, uh, weird. Is but, okay. being peek into dreams a part of Zoroastrianism? I only have a really superficial familiarity not, with it. I really don't know that much about not it. Not really. It, it, I know it is huge in uh, Turkish um, folklore. Like a lot of, there's a lot of predict, I mean, like a lot yeah. of folklore, there's a lot of theory about like predictive uh, things coming from dreams, but I mean, that's, that's kind of common. No, I think that the dream and a dream thing here is more the filmmaker's influence from Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. um, as well as what, what we kind of, what, what, what Baba 
the the main villain in this his whole thing is that he abducts children in their sleep so it, it's kind of playing off of that as well did, did that so that happened <clears throat> they said that in the movie did i totally miss something what that he that he kidnapped that people in their sleep no they uh, yeah so i was they, gonna say i don't remember seeing that on the subject. they do call him baba though father, uh, the father baba is you the father no he's not <laughs> you baba <laughs> is uh the father so no, they, they they do reference him as Baba, which is a wow. So that's if where I was the Baba Turkey, Duke. and I had a kid, I'd be Baba Yobo. <laughs> Baba <That's> Yobo. <laughs> oh man, I want to move to Turkey. <laughs> just call me Baba Yobo. No, Baba is a. It's basically just the boogeyman. Kind of like Baba Yaga. You know. Yeah. Oh, I guess that made yeah. sense. That's Eastern European and Turkey and Eastern Europe yeah, are tied together. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forget what they actually call it though. It's something. It begins with an F. Something. Baba fucker. Baba, Baba fucker, yeah. <laughs> Baba Fett. Baba Fett. No, it's not. No, no, we're not gonna do that. There's a whole Discord set up for you fuckers. Oh yes. Oh, I can't wait for the next season. <laughs> uh, no. So Candace brings out all my fucking dad bad jokes. They're the best. And bad puns. They're funny. Well, fuck everyone who doesn't like them. They're they funny. are the best jokes. No, they, they are. Bad puns are, are some of the because best Because it takes jokes. skill I mean, to actually do a pun. Wordplay is takes skill. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate a well-crafted portmanteau as well. That, those are some of my favorites. Uh, but, but people fuck them up too much, man. <sighs> so we get the, uh, the backstory. We figure out uh, where Arda got his name. The dream is the child. Yada, yada, yada. His friend died that night keeps having the dream and we cut back to the accident where they're uh, hanging out the villagers from resident with... evil 4 have arrived <laughs> <laughs> they really have <laughs> i mean they're like just a happy kind of crew of uh, i i actually likened them to the the the, the visanti from well, hold on um... i think you skipped over it again because what isn't this where his uh uncle slash uh cop tells him Oh yeah! Look over my shoulder. Yeah, he's like, look around the room. Oh, Who's here? Right, right, right. And then he's like, yes, there's someone that's else. True. And it, which really creeps yeah, me see. out because there's something that some films do that just gets me. You know, like it just it mm -hmm. really always gets under my skin and freaks me out. Is when there's someone in focus, and then you start to realize that there's a figure in the background that has been there the whole time, but you just didn't realize it. And they're never yes, fully yes. in focus. And they might move a little bit, and I don't know why, but that always just oh, it gets me. Yeah, it's because we've we've been trained to look through the eye of the the camera of the lens so much that that thing being in the background that perverses what we're supposed to be doing. That's the un the uncanny, you know. Then you see and like oh shit, what the why the fuck is that over there? That's yeah. <laughs> uh, so damn. effective. It, it, it's a genuinely good stare. Yeah, and and. uh this also is when the uh, the hand reaches out toward him, and we see the black-ish blood liquid start leaking from the ceiling, and seeping. I think that's just water all over the floor. He's like, cause he's unconscious looks... and he's remembering this, or he's yes. on just another uh, psychic plane. I want to say, and so he's yeah. starting to wake up, and that, and in his like half dream state, that's his way, his mind's mm -hmm. way of interpreting the veins filling up with water. Yes, 
and the uh he gets out of the van and as he does he's kind of floating underwater and you see a giant pair of hands reach down and grab him that was good imagery it Mm -hmm. was yeah and it pulls him to the surface and that's when we cut to arda being pulled out of the water by the other officers with the fun the fun group of uh of scamps with the Just, uh here, the bucket frog here comes guy the boys. <laughs> yeah here come the boys man and these guys they all look like they belong in like deliverance resident maybe evil 4. with a little bit resident evil 4 yep yep i'll give you that one the or like, like i said the herman munster he's a big guy that one yeah the tall guy mm-hmm. oh god yeah that dude what the fuck He's not, he does other roles in this too. Like, I think you see him in the, the basement also. Makes sense because um, when you see him, he's a, he's a striking guy on, on film with the way he looks and how fucking gigantic yeah. he, has he is. He has distinctive features. Yeah, he definitely does. He's been in a few other movies uh, in, in Turkey, clearly. I mean, he's got character at and actor written all over him, you know? So they're, they're hanging out with the cool the cool kids and the the cool kids are like uh hey uh where you guys okay where are you going they're like well well we're going to the old uh crazy building that we got the, the call for that none of us can pronounce uh because we're all <laughs> americans and and we're terrible at that so we apologize no that but they said they already said that the police station i think they said it uh when they were driving yes. before the crash it used to be a police station during the ottoman okay yes. so Era. i looked this up because I was like the Ottoman. Yeah, that was that was a while no, ago. Right? Nineteen twenty-two was... was when it ended. Uh, well, mm-hmm. all right. So it's a couple years before I was born. <laughs> well, yeah. I was thinking like fifteenth century or something. You know, I was like, damn, that's an old ass building. No, nineteen twenty-two. Because he's like, my father remembered it, or my grandfather remembered yeah. it, and I'm like, your grandfather was alive during the Ottoman Empire. So I looked it up. It's nineteen twenty-two. I was like, oh, well, that's... Uh, see, I was, if I was going to bet, I was going to say it ended, uh, it was done with after World War One or something. Then it would be after World War One, 1922. Yep, there you yeah. go. There. there you go. So, yeah, it's an old police station that they abandoned years and years ago. And, uh, yeah, Safey says, like, he heard uh, about that place when he was a kid, you know, and that's where we kind of get some some notions that maybe this is a not a great place. Because the uh, the group, they say, look, man, what you should probably do is just chill here. Like, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Just a shit's car wrecked. accident. Yeah. Yeah. Just just chill here. But they're we like, have no, all we're... the frog legs you could ever want to eat. <laughs> Good eating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have to pick them yourself. So it's like the fucking uh, going to the Red Lobster and all the free shrimp. They have all the tiny shrimp that you got to fucking And you booze because he's a dickhead. <laughs> he kicks over the frog bucket for no reason. Yeah, what an asshole you booze. This fucking guy. What I'm so glad what happens to him. I was like, he needs to die horribly or I'm not going to be happy. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, my God. Somebody should because... string that guy up. <laughs> yeah. I, so, God, I was reading about this, a couple of like people's reviews, because I love doing that. Somebody's review, and I'll, I'll drop it off here, and then we'll cover it. But he says, the last 20 minutes of this movie get kind of what? boring i'm like what, what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> you're a lunatic anyhow You'll get there at the very maybe you could say the last 20 minutes is confusing i'm not exactly sure 100 percent what's going on but 
boring no. would be no. the last fucking word I would use. So we were talking about it on Twitter a little bit before. You could make that claim with, say, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Ending of it gets a little yeah, shitty. False this part. movie, no. Yeah. Once they get to the once they start dumping the bodies yeah. in House of a Thousand Corpses, the movie loses. Yeah. Yeah. Not this one though. This one, boy howdy, does it amp up. So uh yeah, he kicks over the fucking bucket. What a what a dick. You know? And then we there's a little girl though that bangs on a pot and she gives this little speech about how tonight two worlds will merge into one. And that's when the cops wander off Ugh. to go about their business in this shitty oh, building. It's great because we got a neighborhood that shouldn't exist. We got you're in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. We got people yep. who seem normal but are also a little off. And you can't quite put your finger mm-hmm. why they're off. Oh, no, Candace, they're off. <laughs> but they're not yeah. like... I would not run against those three people and go, oh, these are some normal folk out in the middle of the woods cooking fucking but frogs on an open fire. They're not like uh, uh, bite on your fingers crazy, you know? Like, they're not your stereotypical crazy people. Yeah. They're not that yeah. far off. And then no. they're going to an, a, a, a building that's been abandoned. It's an old abandoned police station. And I'm like, oh, man, this is cooking mm-hmm. up to be something good, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. And we... uh. Well, we head over a bridge, and at the bridge is where we make the decision that we have to go. Now, I'm going to give you another fun fact about Zoanastrianism trivia. Once you cross that bridge, you can't come back? Zoanastrianism, sorry. Is it about liminal Um, spaces? It's basically, there's a bridge that's called the, the, translated the Bridge of Judgment, Hmm. and it's, you have to cross it to get to the heaven kind of place that they have. Um, which basically is just that all of your issues are resolved in life, and then you're you as kind you of cross the, the bridge. Yes, but the problem is that so the, it's like the, purgatory. The more problems that you've caused in your life, and the worse of a person you are, mm. the bridge continues to narrow until you can't cross well, it. Sorry, Tim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But if you're a good dude, the bridge is just fucking I'm just wide gonna be open. on that bridge. I'm like, guess what? I don't believe in this bridge. What the fuck are you I gonna don't do? Believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we get some notes immediately that going to this building, bad fucking idea. I'm going to start it out. Number one, they show up at the abandoned, shitty looking building, and there's a cop car out front. Yep, okay. with the lights flashing. That's it. Makes, no siren, nothing. Makes sense, right? They were called in mm-hmm. as backup. There should be a cop car there. Understood. Fine. They go to the cop car, blocked. They can't get into it. Need the key. Okay, well, whatever. I guess we'll just go into this old police Is this building. when the guy runs away and says, fuck the police? Uh, yeah, because they, yeah, make one yeah. of the, they make one of the people, like, they yeah. held them hostage. Like, you're going to take us to this he fucking like, place and we're going to cap I love it because he literally says, fuck yeah. the police. <laughs> he runs away. Yeah. <laughs> just one of the little the group of people. They yeah, fuck you. And by the way, happy incident that they uh, ended up at this uh, little camp that's right exactly where they were heading. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Almost like they were guided there. Almost like they were summoned there, maybe. So, okay, next sign. You open the door and it fucking stinks. <laughs> okay, problem. Now, I am not a believer in the supernatural, but I have heard tell that often haunted places 
smell bad. No. Candace, you're if the they expert. They smell bad if there's a malevolent spirit. Like if it's a non-human oh. malevolent spirit, it usually smells like sulfur or rotten eggs or something mm. like that. Or rotten egg. if those camping folks are using this as their fucking toilet, <laughs> that's why it smells bad. <laughs> or if they've been squatting there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is a yeah. place where all the ghost teenagers go to fuck, right? <laughs> Drink, they smoke their fucking dope. God, why does it smell like skinky ass in here? <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the camping people, maybe it was lost in translation when they're like, you shouldn't go there. It was more like, I just took a massive shit. <laughs> and I've been eating frogs there. for a week. <laughs> oh, that's so true. A frog shit cannot be good, man, after. Because the frog tastes like what it's eating. And you know the frogs are eating bugs. The bugs are flies. They eat shit. <laughs> So you're just eating something that ate something that ate shit. <laughs> Cycle Does of life, man. Really taste Cycle what of life. It was eating? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Most animals actually taste very, very, uh, they taste different depending upon what they're eating. But it's funny. Have you ever had frog, Tim? Nope. Come on. Wait a minute. Come on. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> I, he I'm wouldn't even sorry. eat pork. I feel stupid. <laughs> now, I was just going to say, there's people yeah. who are listening to this show right now when you ask that question. They're all right saying, yeah, who the I fuck apologize. are you asking that question to? <laughs> I apologize. Tim won't eat pork because if you don't cook it, the weird little bugs in it stay alive. That's true. A, Trichodella. A thing, a thing that... And if you do cook it well enough, you just kill those parasites, and now you're eating dead parasites, so... Right. So, you, of course, you wouldn't eat a frog because a frog eats bugs, and you don't eat things that might have touched a bug, mm. so that makes sense. What about you, Candace? Have you ever yeah, eaten I've a frog? Eaten frog? I'm sure you have. It's okay. I'm, I'm sure, I think it's one of those things where... If it's prepared properly, it's probably really good, but I don't think I've ever had anybody who really knew how to make it. So, a few times I've tried it, yeah. I haven't really been wowed. That's all right. You, the, you do the legs, you kind of cook them up, fry them up, you know, and anything, you fry it, and it's better. Does it taste like chicken? A little bit, yeah. There's a little bit I'll of a have pepperiness the to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but it also kind of tastes like swamp, you would imagine. So. Oh, boy, yeah. That, well, that's appealing. <laughs> yeah. But look, man, you, you live a life, you try new things, sometimes you have a string incident, things happen, Tim, you gotta roll with it, buddy. Oh, man, that fucking frog was on a string. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you what I wouldn't be rolling with that's on a string is the hanging meat doll that we walk into. Ooh, Blair Witch Project, right? uh, Yeah, there was a few times yeah. during this that I thought of the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the... oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Well immediately coming up uh so i don't know it, it, what's fun about the hanging meat doll is it looks very intentional there's some uh -huh. bones wrapped around it like they and everything also kind of looks like there's a weird fucking hair on it yep. in this place. yeah mm -hmm. I, w I couldn't tell if that was at first i thought that was like a, a mutilated chicken because i thought all that black stuff was a mm -hmm. uh, chicken feathers but then when you look at it like a little yeah. closer well you don't really get a really good look at it but i'm like no that's like black hair wrapped around some raw meat I'm like Ugh. yeah it's really effective it too man and it's not just on the meat like it's on the walls it's on everything this black hair looking shit really effective and, and with the low lighting and the low budget like i don't know you could probably just get some hair down the street go to your local barber shop and probably pick something up <laughs> clean, clean my drains there you go we got ourselves oh, a movie. Oh, damn. <laughs> Find yourself a fucking sink wookie. No, thank you. And then we see a bunch of eggs on the floor. And speaking of rotten egg smell, Candace. 
but they pick the egg up and it looks bizarre and you see it's like very intricately like been decorated or painted or or something to that effect really because i and thought it the... looked like like uh i don't know you, uh you ever go to the supermarket and they have like all these fucking weird type of eggs like yes. whale eggs and all that other stuff it kind yep. of looked like yeah, that I thought it was just speckled yeah sort of maybe i was watching a higher def rip of it i thought, I thought we were all watching the same um, rip <laughs> we were all watching the same thing on the blood bank which was in 1080 yeah 5. yeah we were all watching it on the blood bank that's true and then so they they tip the egg over and they pour a bunch of blood out and i'm like that's probably not good and at first i thought like maybe it's some weird black liquid maybe it's a rotten egg nope blood because that has to do with curses Blood eggs. Go look it up. It's a fun time. That's yeah. That's using so voodoo. We, Wait, hold on. We're going to look it up. It, it's using voodoo it, as well. Okay. <laughs> hmm. So now we cut to uh, Resident Evil 4's kind of first-person view flashlight, and you know shit's about to get real. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going around these corners, and we just hear this rhythmic thumping. I'm like, what the? Okay, what's going on here? Is it like that Nine Inch Nails Closer <laughs> video where they've got the arm on the record turnstile-y thing? And it's no, it's uh, one of the cops. And he's standing in the corner like the end of the Blair Witch Project. But he is banging his head against the wall. And he's not looking great. So like, hey, dude, uh, what's, what's going on over there, buddy? And he just won't talk. Like, uh... You, you guys cool? We should maybe... You want to tell us where... You, you got to ask yourself the question, what would you do if you came around a corner and someone mm -hmm. was slamming their head into a wall so much that there's like shoot blood em. there? Shoot them, shoot them, shoot them, shoot There's a bloody dent in the wall. <laughs> He's coming right for us. Going on, yeah? <laughs> yeah, Tim walks into the building, sees the dude over in the corner. <laughs> I bleeding. saw the Blair Witch Project, motherfucker. No, 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 no. Poor guy's bleeding out of his forehead, muttering to himself. Tim's like, oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah. open and shut case. I felt threatened. I felt like my life was in danger. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that fucking guy. <sighs> Stop attacking me. Yeah, fucking people. Anyhow. Now they, they, they walk over and they, uh, they're talking to him. They're like, hey, you, you alright, buddy? Uh, why don't we... Hey... Can you just go ahead and take this guy out of the building? I think he's had enough, if you know what I'm saying. So they uh, they do safety uh, grabs the guy and, and kind of goes to, to, you know, hang out with him. While Arda, Ramsey, and uh, I don't, yeah, they have a lot of names. I apologize. There's but those are the two Yavuz main ones. And Apo? Yavuz. Apo, yeah. that's the one I was... Yeah, Apo was yeah. the guy that was rapping to the song mm -hmm. in the band. Okay. He's... Yes. He's the older, yeah, chubby one. Yeah, he's the bald, chubby one. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like the guy from Midnight Express. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. With a little Ooh, bit of hair. Right. And then Safey notices a frog. Another fucking frog. Again, dude, just leave. You found the cop. Get him out of there. Everybody go. We're done. See ya. No. Nope. Well, is it just the one cop, or does he have a? Partner? Yeah, there should be more than yeah. one. Because they Tim. they ask him, they're Tim like, "Where's your matter. team?" Uh, they say, "Where's your team?" Oh, and he points. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. T you're like, oh, okay. The the team's down there. Cool. Let's get you out of here. Yeah, and let's then all leave. of us get you out of here and wait for mm -hmm. more backup to well, come. None of their radios. No, are we working. burn the house down. 
Let's get you out of here right, and yeah. drive the fuck out of here. Sorry, the other cop knew what he was signing up for. <laughs> yeah, we we'll called out three get... times. He's not answering. That's it. Yeah. We were going to go back to the diner, get some bucket meat, beat up the fucking waiter kid again. We'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. And Tim has yeah. the three strikes rule. If I call your name three times and you don't answer, you're fucking dead to me. I'm leaving. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, come on. That's a good rule. At least bang so, on the no. fucking floor or something. Well, the guy's been banging on the wall for how long? I mean, because <laughs> he's got a big bloody like wound on his forehead from. He's not doing great. The frog hippity hops away, and uh, we follow the frog because that's what you do. Oh, and well, this is where uh, we hit our hostile oh, moment, yeah. folks. <laughs> so because it gets it looks ugh. like I mean it, the camera editing like jumps around from uh picture to picture to picture so you don't get like too close of a good look at stuff but mm-hmm. it that's why they have pause canvas but well i'm sorry i i try to imbibe it as the you know the filmmaker intended but uh it i mean it looks like a, a woman is like pegging a guy while shoving his face into like raw meat yeah and the guy eating the raw meat is lapping it up he's loving the meat and you get a very, um, I want to say, Silent Hill 2 hiding in the closet with Pyramid Head and his dolls. Oh, or, what yeah. that's referencing, Blue Velvet kind of moment. Where you're like, uh, I better, I want to leave, I want to run, I want to scream. But I also do not want this shit noticing <laughs> me. That's true. <laughs> because whatever's going on there, I want no part of it. Yeah. And you guys seem like yeah, you're cool. Yeah, there's like a, just like so, a bunch of naked, bloody people in chains, and they're kind of like hop. They're plastic bags over their heads. They're hopping right? around on the yeah. ground. Now that I think about yeah. it, you know, at first I was like, "Why are they doing that?" The frogs. It's mm-hmm. like they're the frogs, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're like squatting down, yeah. and their their hair's all in their face, and they're just covered with mud and blood, and they're hopping around on the ground. Yep. And uh, when you see their their mouths and the weird shit that they're eating, and uh, yeah, pretty pretty gross. And so yeah, they're fucking and uh, sucking, and they got chains wrapped around them. Oh, that's and, great. And there's another dude with a plastic bag on his head. I'm just fucking pulling my dick, <laughs> you know. It's but, so uh, bloody. Yeah, very Clyde Barker. Oh, it, it, uh, yeah, definitely very. with all the chains, and there's some yeah. black leather and vinyl in there as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this. That when they start showing the art on the wall, or is that a different part? Yeah, well, they no, they do start showing it here. Um, it's very interesting because like you get the a bunch of weird like um almost like rune looking. I thought it looked like Hieronymus that... Bosch, but done in just black. So you also have that, yes, yes. Uh, but it's also like weird versions of human beings that are not where things are supposed and, to be yeah as and well. animals combined with humans in ways that should not work and yeah, yeah a lot of human centipede stuff going on Hieronymus Bach great great pull there's like a demon fucking a dude yeah uh, that that's a good that one was great <laughs> <laughs> but but no I I only mentioned the rune scratching looking things because it looks like the van uh the police van oh, where yeah. it got all scratched up yeah. earlier yeah oh, okay so not going great and uh safety sees all these people he kind of panics like you would yeah Yeah. i i drop my gun and run drops his gun Uh uh-oh they hear it 
because now we've realized maybe they're blind. Hmm. Yeah, they just have uh, they hoods sw- over their heads for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So then they uh, they swarm his ass, and while they're doing it, I love it because the the cop that they they the, that he found was banging his head against the wall is like laughing. Oh, it was good. Like ah, this is funny. He's just he's just <laughs> laughing hysterically. Yeah. Wow, you don't even know what's happening to the guy who hasn't lost his mind. Well, it's weird because it's like kind of like a crazy laugh or crazy cry. Both. Have you ever laughed so hard yeah. you start crying? Or you were crying and then you started laughing? Well, whenever I listen to any of my shows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always makes me cry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, not not a good scene. Not a good place to be. So now we, we see... Uh, the other officers find that room with all the artwork, and uh, there's a bunch of chains hanging everywhere, candles lit around this uh, like book uh, on on some sort of a pedestal-looking thing, and a bunch of padlocks. And uh, Poe notices these bloody like bodies that are, that are wrapped up in the clear plastic hanging from the oh, ceiling. Very effective. And very effective. It's almost like a cocoon, you'd say, and. Uh, then we see these really cool women <laughs> that are very, very skinny, and they're just hacking the shit out of these fucking bodies with these giant, like, fucking murder knives. Yeah, they, and they got their faces down in the bodies while they're cutting them up. Yeah. Almost like yeah. they can't see. Yeah. And then, and there's another there's another couple fucking in the corner, too. Just, just every time we describe a scene... Imagine that there's a couple of these things that are fucking. And these somewhere. people, I think they're on their break. And these, that's why they're <laughs> And these people are covered in like gross, sticky blood that looks like it's been there a while, and mud. So their hair is all yeah. like ratty from the blood and the mud mixing together. I mean, they look like yeah. they smell like hot garbage. Yeah, it's not the kind of fucking you yeah, want to see. No. No. Well, <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I may have discovered some things about myself while watching this. <laughs> oh, boy. New category on X-Ham. We'll make it. Okay. We'll Hold make that category. Here. Now I'm just deleting this from the blood bank. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and, yeah, and then there's, like, a, another one with their fucking legs cut off. Oh, yeah. And there's one of them. Because like one of them is, like, a, themselves. it looks like she's, like, gnawing on something on a, on a guy. And then she pulls back, and yeah. you see that he just has a stump for a leg, so it looks like she was just gnawing on a stump. Yeah. I've been there. You get hungry, you know. Uh, so they're like, all right, well, this is not going great, but then, uh-oh, they get noticed as well, and they start charging at Arda. Arda, Tim, mm-hmm. he whips out his piece and just starts fucking shooting at everything. <laughs> as you would. He's, like, shooting up at the fucking ceiling all he over does. the goddamn he place, at the right? Ceiling. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I mean, he's clearly there. panicking. At first, he's pointing it straight ahead, yeah. but then you see his arm going up because he's freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, I'd save. That's probably about the amount I would yeah. shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like, I'm going to fire a warning shot instead of, like, killing the lady that was gnawing on the leg bone. <laughs> yeah, that's like, going to work. Yeah. At that point, nah. she's gone. Shoot her. Nah, it didn't work too well. So now everybody gets caught, right? So Yavuza... He falls down and gets drug away. Right? Arda's trying to get the fuck out of there. Ramsey, he fucking disappears. He's gone somewhere, too. And uh, I notice Arda, as he's running, he puts his hand on the wall. And then it kind of swipes a bit of the dirt. And he steps on the dirt on the floor in the 
it's soaked in blood. Like you see it kind of squeeze out from the dirt. But then Arda finds himself back in his childhood home because his hand goes over that painting. We're not painting the picture. And he sees himself as a child being pulled into the room by the dude with the fucking robed arm in the beginning dream sequence and mm-hmm. the door shuts. Keeps going back to it. You're like, oh shit, this is probably not good. <laughs> and then we're back at the restaurant. So Tim, what do you think about this jumping between different timelines? Whenever movies do that, I think it's always better on the second watching than the first watching because it's like, what the fuck is going on? Where are they? It's just like, is this going to turn into like a fucking lost thing where this isn't like fucking the ghost and they're just going over and doing the whole thing over and over again? Is that time travel? What the fuck is going on? I feel like they're, mm-hmm. it's not going back in time though. I think he's, and I don't think he's remembering. He might be partially remembering, but I think he is actually going on another because he loses, loses consciousness here. He gets knocked out. So I yeah. feel like he's in a, another spiritual plane where him and his, his guardian yeah. can speak candidly with each other. Right, right. So, and it's also kind of like the little girl was talking about in the weird camp about the merging of two worlds. Well, this is what I was so. referencing earlier about liminal spaces. Are you familiar with mm-hmm. that? Um, it rings a bell, but go Liminal for it. spaces is uh, boundaries, borders. When you were talking about crossing the bridge, a bridge would be a liminal space. A literal doorway in your okay. house would be a liminal space. The edge of a river would be a liminal space. So I feel like this is what they're m- m- maybe referencing. I may be overstepping my bounds here. But he it will be like walking through a doorway and then all of a sudden he's, you know, in this realm again. Or they head into the water and that's when he becomes in this realm again. And they're talking about this is how mm. the these two worlds are... uh leaking through to each yeah they're converging yeah. and that that's a liminal oh, space i can see it yeah right right so it's just the uh the crossing of the two worlds through any sort of yeah. doorway basically okay yeah that tracks so we cut to the restaurant where art is drinking water and choking on the water ramsey's telling him whoa 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 hold up you, you gotta calm down buddy because we have a long way to go here so basically he tells Arda that um, things are a little bit hazy right now <laughs> with this whole world, and it's not going to make a lot of sense. So you got to kind of stick with it, though, because we've been summoned here. Uh, we were called, like being called, you know, to a uh, a crime scene. Well, we're we're being called here, and stuff like this has been happening to me since I was a kid. I'm like, okay, well, we're in Silent Hill. This is fun. Yeah, these people are <laughs> special. They're chosen for some purpose. Or they have abilities that yeah. most people don't. That's why they can see the extra people in the room. Yes. Yeah. So maybe they have some sort of a goal or something to accomplish. And maybe this uh, fucking with the timeline stuff that's going on might be uh, might come in handy a little later. We'll see. Plus, I got to <laughs> say, these uh, so... these moments that are quieter where, like, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. there'll be this explosive violence, and then he'll be in this restaurant or in his childhood home where it's quieter. I think that's to give the viewers some breathing space. Because you can't oh, yeah. have 45 yeah. straight minutes of nonstop violence. Because after a while, the viewer, you know, they become desensitized to it. They become fatigued, and they're not really shocked by it anymore. Yeah, you gotta cleanse the palate. I don't know. I enjoyed Crank and Crank, too. <laughs> yeah, but that's action. <laughs> 
And that's yeah, that's, that's a little bit different violence than we're seeing in this movie, right? Yeah. You want to, like Candace said, do you want to see 40 minutes of guys who are all fucking bloody and chicks who have fucking plastic bags over their head banging each other? I mean, I do, but... <laughs> oh, it is Sunday night, right? I could probably knock it out in 10 minutes, Tim, so I don't think we need 45. <laughs> you flatter me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Now we cut back to reality, and we've got old uh, Dr. Satan from uh, House of he a Thousand Corpses. Like Speaking Satan. of, what, what's up? He very much does. But that's uh, the father's servant, or master creep. Yeah, I thought this guy was I'm not... pretty cool looking. Because he's, uh, he's really tall and skinny. And very the way tall. he moves is uh, kind of effeminate. It's Yeah, again, that's where it kind of reminds me of the Dr. Satan vibe. It's a very... Um, it's it's an inhuman kind of moving. Yeah, the too. way he like he'll move his hands a certain way, and he's so delicate with his movements, mm-hmm. and so uh, deliberate and delicate in his movements that it gives this this quality where you're like, this person is not normal. In fact, he's kind of freaking me out a little bit because he'll like stand mm-hmm. with his hip almost... jutted out, and then when he grabs a yes. knife, he'll like caress the knife almost when he picks it up. Like all of his movements are like that. Plus, he has one mm-hmm. eye. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Not not to mention he he's moving kind of like a puppet. True. Yeah. Uh, he's almost like a straw man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you can see that in his hair <laughs> because it's very straw-like. Uh so he just kind of ushers in our uh our real true hero of the film and that's the father. I thought that he looked like a cartoon father, baby. Oh my god, he does. He what an entrance first oh, of all. That's great. Coming down those, goddamn the 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 lighting around the spiral staircase that he just kind of moves down, and everybody in the room just immediately stops. You know this whole squirming mass of weird human type this bloody things. dirt orgy. Everybody's writhing around on each other, smearing blood and yeah, shit like, all oh, over each on. other. Hold on, get out of my ass real quick. <laughs> oh, shit, the, uh, Bob is the here. Boss Bob is, is here. here. <laughs> yep, Bob is here. So, uh, yeah, he he. Comes down and he is, to describe the way he looks, disfigured, I guess, is one I way of putting it. I wasn't sure if this um, was uh, maybe someone who had prosthetics helping exaggerate their features. Mm-hmm. I still don't know. So I just call him Cartoon Baby with a man's body and voice. Just cart Baby yeah. Man. He's a man baby. Yeah, shave Johnny Quiz Boy <laughs> and make him... Make him look a little bit more like he belongs in Lost Highway, and that's what oh, you got. Man. He's a weird-looking fellow. Yeah. yeah, and no, that's uh, that's kind of how he looks. Uh, I can send the chat a picture here real quick. Well, you know, he's just destined to, to doing nothing but horror movies, right? Yes, yeah. Kind of like the guy who plays Tiny in House of a Thousand Corpses. Hey, oh, it's a living. yeah. What's his name? Matthew McGregor, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yep. Well, I guess it's not a living, but okay. It was. <laughs> it was a living. <laughs> I got him places. He got more attention, you know? So, walks down the stairs, and he's patting the head of the unwashed masses below him. This is Father. And Father, first stop is Apo. And Apo, not looking great, chained up because all of our cop friends are chained up, and he walks right over to him, opens up his shirt, and we see a weird line of stitches across his belly with 
a little like tail of intestines sticking out at the end. And it looks like like a like a zip tie kind of thing he's grabbing. I have written it. It looks like he almost has, uh, he has has like staples in his stomach. Now, yeah. Do you think that they did this to him before they have him tied up where we don't see it? Where they they cut him open, pull out some of his intestines, and then yeah. sew it up so you can you can rip it open like an Amazon That's package. What I <laughs> yeah, they're just making it easy for father. I mean, come on, but father's not content to just grab a hold of that little chunk of intestine and rip. Oh no. No, father's got to really get in and there looks, and rip the he looks stitches. looks orgasmic while he does it. Because to him, this is like oh, a has... this is a uh, a religious ritual, you know. So he has yeah, this ecstatic exactly. look on his face mm-hmm. while he's mm-hmm. just disemboweling Apo. Yeah, and everybody, all of his cop friends have to fucking watch as the whole thing goes down. And right as he pulls away, and you see just the intestines fall. And collapse onto the ground, we see Baba disrobes. He's cut. And he's got a big... He is cut. He's cut for a little Baba. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also got an interesting large padlock mm-hmm. hanging in the middle of his back. And a necklace made of padlock. Oh, shit. So then he walks I think I know over. what you're getting at here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it just clicked, because I was thinking about the ending of this movie all day. And yes. now... I think okay. it just clicked, much like a lock and a key. Okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, the guy who's chaining everybody up should probably have a few padlocks. Just keep them so, handy. Uh, I keep them on my belt. You never know when you're going to need one. That's how he gets that ripped body, carrying around 80 fucking <laughs> padlocks around his neck. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, so Wapo, I guess his sin was gluttony. So now we go to Yavuz. Yeah, fuck this guy. And Yavuz, he asks him, and it's such a great scene, man, one of the best, because he just asks him, he says, what's your name? And uh, very Judge Dredd-style Yavuz just yells, I'm the law. (laughs) I am the law. (laughs) (laughs) And Baba looks around like, okay. There's no law here. You're, you are, no, what's your name? Tell me your fucking name. It's all right, it's Yavuz. It's all right, Yavuz. Well, you know, you seem like you're a tough guy, hmm. but you're really scared right now, aren't you? And to the credit of the actor playing Yavuz, he fucking nails he that. Because mm. this dude looks terrified. But he's also, like, got that stiff upper lip. Like, he's scared, mm-hmm. but he's going to mm-hmm. stand his ground. Yeah, well, see, what I would do if I was the director, this would be the first night of shooting. Yeah. This is the first time they see that guy's fucking oh, face for real, oh, and they don't know what the hell they're yeah. in for, right? Oh. What the fuck is that? Oh, yeah, poor guy. He was born that way. He can't help it. So, uh, Yavuz is like, all right, Yavuz, here's, here's what's going to go on, man. You're going to join up with us. Maybe you're worthy. Maybe you're not. We'll, we'll give that a shot. We'll figure it out. And right then, Ramsey says, uh, hey, close your eyes, Yavuz. This is going to go bad. You should close your eyes. Like, oh, weird, whatever. But Baba pulls out a knife. It's his old uh, uh, Fisher-Price eye poker out. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a fish filleting knife. It does. Yeah, it does. It looks like the one you'd bring with you fishing. This isn't like, you're not going to find this one in any fine dining establishments. No. Maybe the diner. Uh, or you know what? I'll bet they use it when they're uh, butchering up them frogs. Oh, yeah, probably. Camp. Yeah, right? You need, you need that little tiny knife for the frog legs. But 
this knife is almost more freaky than if he pulled out like a big ass fucking buck knife or something like that. Because he's yeah. doing finely detailed work. Yeah, this is gonna take a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in there and he's he's doing some shit. So Yavuz closes his eyes, and this is pretty good because because uh. he goes because the man baby Baba he goes Yavuz, and it may he makes it you know when someone says your name you immediately open your eyes at reaction and he jams the knife straight into his eye. Yeah, because he stops trying to stab him in the eye when Yavuz closes his eye, and he tricks him, and I was like, oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he just jams these fucking knives into into his his eyes and just kind of really taking his time scooping around in there. For then a he bit. licks he it. He licks the empty socket. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He like makes oh, yeah, out with the empty socket, yeah. man. Oh, some good eye kisses. That's it's like be, that's right. like the worst case of pink eye you can imagine. Jesus. <laughs> that guy's not brushing his teeth down there. He's got all sorts of different germs and shit and uh candace you you know a little bit about germs uh mouths are pretty oh, dirty yeah, they're filthy so yeah this is not good man this guy's gonna get an infection <laughs> i don't think he's gonna be okay well, no no turns out but but you know what he might he might be okay because uh old father grabs him a nice uh mask and slaps it on him and's like all right you're part of well, the game he says you could be part of the gang. You Maybe. have the potential. Maybe. And this is when it was starting to come together that this is one of those pain cults where they use the mortification yeah. of the flesh to have a religious experience, kind of like in Martyrs. It's a real oh boy, D. Snyder movie. in Strangeland. Yeah. Oh, boy, that fucking movie. <laughs> it's like you have to, you have to, like, because you know, the, the flesh is weak and sinful, and so you have to mm-hmm. punish your body to be able to free your spirit. Yeah. And one of one of the well, ways is that's why nobody has eyes. Anybody who's in this cult doesn't have eyes, because if they are using their eyes to see things, they haven't opened their, you know, their souls, their hearts to the truth. Eyes. If I have to punish mm-hmm. my body, can it just be fat? Eat a lot of <laughs> I've been working fatty on foods, that. You know, that's a punish yeah. my body that way. But that's yeah. a sin, gluttony. That's true. I guess uh, bull. I don't think this is a Jesus that. cult. No, that's true. But yeah, but overeating yeah. <laughs> is pretty much a sin in every religion. There can't be in Satanism, right? Well, no, Satanism's fine with it. Just uh, literally all you have to do in Satanism is be cool to people. Don't hurt anybody who uh, doesn't well, want to be no hurt. Fun. Wow, that's fucked up. That's the only up. rule. <laughs> Let's burn those people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Poor Satanist. Everybody, everybody's so oh, mean so to boring. Yes. Satanists? They're, I mean, oh, they're when fun. you first hear about it, you're like, oh, that's going to be cool. And then you learn about it, and you're like, oh, this is mm-hmm. so blasé. This is not the devil-worshipping that 70s movies thought okay. I needed. Well, because you, the okay. Bible was written in the 70s. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing, Candace. The, the Church of Satan so great. You know that they posthumously uh, performed a pink baptism on Fred Phelps, the... Uh, the head of the oh, Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, thank you. So I they, love they made him they made him gay. That's what a pink uh baptism is. So now he's gonna symbolic. go to hell. No no that's no that's funny. no that's payback because there's so many Christians who do that <laughs> to people yeah. who are atheists. Like they they'll they'll baptize them in their minds right before they die, and that's it, that's it. Now they're a Christian. Yep. That's just that's no, they're just hilarious. So that shit's just going to yeah. keep going back and want, forth because now the Christians like, are going to hold a special ceremony. I want like ceremony. goats getting their throat slit over a virgin on a pentagram. That's yeah. the kind of devil worshiping I want. I, 
I'm with you on that one. I, I really want the Prince of Darkness anti-god oh, being summoned yeah. through a mirror. Where's Tim Curry when you need him? That's so much cooler. That's, That's so much cooler than, well, we just believe that people should be respected. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's true. Maybe some people shouldn't be respected. We could sacrifice them. That's how fascism starts. <laughs> so, uh, Tim, yes. you know, we were talking about how uh, you have to have a little kind of a break in the action. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe some sexy time? Well... <laughs> Well, we have a break in the action, because after those two people are mutilated, it's intermission time. Uh, so, Let's go out to Father the grabs this, Jesus. Father grabs this chain, and he's like, all right, gives it a couple of tugs. Let's, let's get this thing in here. And uh, this poor woman. I have written down goat gimp. Oh, this poor woman. Just this nude woman on all fours. Crawls in with a cool goat mask on, like you said, Tim. That, that's and, a goat's head. I don't think that's a mask. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a mask made out of a goat's head, I guess. Uh, it's a real kind of do-it-yourself, like Ed Gein-style mask. Yes. So, Homemade. they're walking her in here on a chain, and I'm just like, because, yeah, I, I saw the, the trivia thing of like, wow, this was filmed without a lot of rights to, to film where it was filmed in very conservative sections of town. So I could just imagine if somebody like accidentally stumbled upon this scene being filmed. They look in the window. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, look where they're filming. I, I, I well, that's I guess true. we don't know exactly where they're filming it, but if they're filming it in yeah. that general area where the the, the uh, police precinct is supposed to be, I can't imagine there's that many people. But then again, it's it's a small town. There's lights. There's cars going out there. People mm -hmm. might be curious to see what's going on and. Oh shit! They're gonna yeah. think they're gonna see a real fucking Satanist ritual going on. Yeah, because old uh, uh, Baba he he gets uh, Yavuz. He walks Yavuz uh, around the lady, and uh, well, says all does right, he get, fluff get down him? here. He well, because oh, he, he does, because he like leans over. See? Thank you, and Candace. He, uh, you he, Candace knows a good. He unbuckles his one. belt, and then he like you know. <laughs> <laughs> he unbuckles his belt. And then he unbuttons his pants, and then he slides his hand into the front of his pants, and you know pulls out something, and then just kind of like yeah, strokes it lovingly, you know, and then and then grabs, forces him, like grabs the string. shoves his, you know, shoves his dick inside of her, and then he's like yeah, pushing he's his ass, pushing work. on his butt to like make him have sex. Mm -hmm. And this poor guy just had both of his eyes ripped out of his face, and now he's having yep. sex with someone who probably smells terrible. <laughs> but in yeah. the beginning of the movie. He says, like, basically, he's down for yeah, anything he, one he, time to see what, what yeah, it's like, he right? he says that he, uh, you know, mm. he has sex with animals. So how about a person who probably smells like an animal? And has an animal yeah, was, head on. Yep. I guess his sin might have been lust, Tim, because uh, he, he gives it a shot. He tries to... Yeah, he starts getting into it. spurs a bit, yeah. But, uh... He's crying the whole time, which has got to be difficult when you don't have eyes. <laughs> that does make oh, me wow. wonder. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, I think this yeah. is uh, I think this is where uh, they you know will torture someone and then they'll have them do like a pleasurable act and then if they do that over and over again, they'll start to, con you know, uh, compound the two together to where they can't yeah. feel, yeah. uh, you know, any kind of pleasure without some kind of pain. And then the pain becomes pleasure. Mm, mm. Yeah, I heard about that in Hellraiser. Yeah, I mean, so. there's and martyrs. Yeah. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> yeah, 
No, it's true. It's uh, conflating pain and Something pleasure. Something hurts a... so bad it starts to feel good. <sighs> John yeah. Mellencamp, you genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't hurt so good for him, man, because father's just disappointed and he's like come on man open open yourself up here a little bit sweetheart open your mind open your heart give her really give it to her but he just doesn't he doesn't put up his a game so father grabs him by the sides of the head and gets in nice and kind of close and personal and says you didn't you didn't open your mind buddy and at this point Yavu starts twitching like, oh, this probably is not going to go well for Yavuz here. Falls over onto his side and dies. And then a spider comes out of his and mouth. And then, yeah, there's a spider out of his mouth. No particular reason. But the cool... Yeah, I was uh, say, uh, what's up with the spider? That one, you got me, buddy. But the cool guy with the straw hair grabs the spider and kind of ushers it away real quick. I like to think he's an animal lover. Um, not like the cops, though. Not so. an animal... Lover. <laughs> mm, yes. Well, a spider does have eight legs. They can wrap around you. Somehow. Yeah. Art is not happy with this whole situation, though, because he's yelling and not thrilled. And Baba goes over to Arda and says, well, maybe uh, hey, maybe the honor is going to be yours, buddy. He gets all nice and close and personal, pulls his uh, eye poker outer out and gives it a nice lick. Then takes a little bit of the blood off of his tongue and gives Arda a nice bloody third eye. And the whole time, Ramsey's yelling at him, like, look, the, he's just a kid, all right? Leave him the fuck alone. They don't, don't do this. Then Baba turns over to Ramsey says, hey, uh, Ramsey, by the way, you're not, you're not here alone, are you, buddy? What's going on? You brought somebody with you? Somebody else in there, maybe? We'll find out. Uh, well... You did a good job, though, Ramsey, of bringing, bringing the kid here. I'm like, hmm, mm -hmm. getting a little more complicated. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. I'm following you. And then we cut over to, uh, well, that nice eye poker outer gets used as a throat cutter <laughs> throat outer. Gouger. Which, which oh. uh, this guy kind of gets it easy compared to what everybody he else does. He really. just gets... You know, his throat gets sawed into. Yeah, yeah. And he just starts bleeding out. Old Baba grabs a couple fists full of the of the blood and starts rubbing it over his bald head like old Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. Oh, you know, Eddie, that's why we're co-hosts. Because I have, I have that same thing written down. Now he's doing the you Marlon do? Brando. Yep. Oh, see? <laughs> I'm so... That makes my heart feel good. Thank you, Tim. That's hey. gross. Uh... Look over at little Timmy and give him a wink. <laughs> yeah, I will. Hey, what doesn't make my heart feel so good, though, is then uh, we just kind of cut over to, I have her labeled as the broodmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have goat, la goat lady. Goat lady, yeah. And uh, I don't know a lot about childbirth. <laughs> it's exactly like this. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have you on the show, I Candace. Just, we need a woman. I just yeah. squat over a barrel. <laughs> And just you don't even put like any water in the barrel. Nothing. Just leave leave the barrel Nothing. dry. Just squat over a barrel and then just you know squeeze the muscles. Which fun fact, and this is probably more information than anybody would ever want to know about childbirth. The okay, muscles right that now. you okay. use to push the baby out is your pooping muscles. Oh. So 
Is that why so many women That's shit when exactly they get burned? That's exactly why that yeah. happens, yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder, is there any like weird superstition about whether or not it's a good luck or bad luck? I don't luck? know. Probably. It's gotta be, yeah, right? Probably. It has to be. As, yeah, as many superstitions as there are around birth and poop, you you gotta say somebody combined that chocolate and peanut butter <laughs> with one man's unifying superstition. Cherry cobbler and peanut butter. <laughs> Yeah, I guess peanut butter and jelly. Um, <laughs> so she, so she uh, squats over this like bucket, this tin bucket, and it sounds like it's a rock baby that falls out of her cooch. It just like hits yeah. it. Oh, it's a stone it's baby. Like, ding! Yeah. And thus the cycle has been completed. The the people who were eating the human flesh in the diner impregnated her, and she just gave birth to a hell baby. Uh, I do like, though, that she, like, when she squats, she grabs onto this, like, pillar thing, and kind of, you see her She braces her on it, into yeah. It. Yeah, but you also see these markings on the pillar where it's like, this has happened a few times before. This pillar's uh, got some, some dents in it. So <laughs> oh, yeah, it's had like some... the fingernails in the tunnel of, in uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, some people have had, maybe they, maybe there's some more difficult hell babies. <laughs> this isn't oh, her first breached. rodeo, <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh man so yeah that was a fun one i'm like man that was fast that's a good gestation in there yeah why wouldn't you complain Efficient. what the hell it's not that, it doesn't look like that hard oh god oh maybe that maybe that was a fail baby so maybe that's why it fell out all hard and and they were like ah you know the the uh what's his name uh usually or fucked up on it wow all right i'm mm-hmm. sorry but if she can just drop a baby out of her vagina like that, mm-hmm. how yep. hard was it for uh, the cop guy to be banging her? What do you mean, like, was it's it like throwing a hot point. dog down a hallway? Yeah. No. See, I imagine it's the opposite. Holy shit, I never heard that one before. <laughs> no, Tim, I, I imagine it's the exact opposite. She's been working the muscles. She's been, so she knows she's exactly been what's going on down there. <laughs> See, I, well, all right, I've just been catching up on Curb Your Enthusiasm last season, so she's got that magic vagina. <laughs> uh, it was kind of magic. I mean, like, she gave birth to it's that thing. It's black magic, but it's some kind of magic, right? True. Tim, it's all black magic when it comes to the vagina. <laughs> so. <laughs> Not if you have a light down there. Uh. True. No, don't. Just, Let's not now get too I'm clinical just imagining someone with like one of those like minor helmets with the light on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like when you're going Tim. to solder electronics. That's how my great great grandfather did it. Now I can just yeah. use my phone. <laughs> Tape that to your forehead <laughs> and have a recording. You know. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> just down there and like a, it's like a GoPro yeah. with a light attached to it. <laughs> you're like, this is how. Let me show you guys how to do this. Someone's had to have God, done this. Just do an instructional video. I'm sure somebody <laughs> has. Please, God, don't. Do not do let not me know. Don't any. email me. I don't need to know. What's your email address again? Something, yeah, something bloodybits.com? It's, uh, it's a yobo at bloodybits.com. <laughs> so, much like I would feel like doing, seeing that video, Arta closes his eyes. Uh, and then when he opens them again, he's back at that old diner. But this time he's all alone, he thinks. He, you don't see anybody else that was there. And it's funny because uh, we haven't mentioned it, but as, as each of these cops kind of gets eliminated, when he goes back to that diner, there are fewer and fewer people there. So looks around, not really seeing anybody, but then you see the blood kind of uh, pooling 
mm-hmm. the floor. And he looks up and, uh, well, there's Ramsey. He's uh, propped up against the floor or against the wall on the floor with his throat all slit. And uh, he says, well, you know, we get the, the, the lines of whoever dies first should appear for the other one without scaring him. Says, and uh, I made a promise to your uncle that if I let you get hurt, I'll be responsible in the afterlife. And this is one of those scenes again, Candace, where you see the person in the hood starts creeping up. Mm-hmm. Just, just out of focus. And Arda notices. Just out of focus enough. Just, you know what it reminds me of, actually? Is uh, Audition. The scene with the bag. Oh, yeah. You know? That's that's another oh, great example. Oh, of yeah. It. Yeah. So, uh, that fucking bag just moving. I don't know. God, what a great, what a great shot, Jim. So he says, if I let you, uh, you know, I promised your uncle that if I let you get hurt, I'd be responsible in the afterlife. And the man starts stalking up and he, uh, he yells over, you know, he tells Arda, look, man, I've only got one key in this life and now it's yours. Arda leans in and from the, you just barely see it, but from the neck wound, you see something that Arda grabs and Starts pulling out, and uh, lo and behold, that's a big old skeleton key-looking thing. Old-timey key, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we snap back to the reality of him down in the basement of hell, and Arda just ram-jams this fucking key into now a keyhole that's been drawn on the dome piece of Baba. Where his third eye would be. Yes. Uh, the pineal gland. Now, is the key any kind of tie-in to uh, this religion? No, but it's all about unlocking the third eye. That's not necessarily this specific religion. Um, that's part of it, but it's also breaking the shackles and, and ending the cycle. Or two of the notes that I have. Candace, you had uh, a couple of things that you were maybe observing with the, the key and the keys. Yeah, and the lock when on you his back. said, oh, you ever notice how many locks this guy has on him? And then, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it kind of ties into the very end of the movie about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We can get to that then. So I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say so, it just yet. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So, uh, and I love this. So he jams the key into the dude's fucking head. Baba falls down. Art is not double done, taps though. his ass. <laughs> <laughs> smart. Oh He's yeah. Smart. And I right? love this because it's in slow motion, and you see Arda take this that big heavy stool that Baba was standing on be able to reach everybody's eyes to carve them out. And he just starts slamming it down onto his head. And you see this blood flying everywhere, and you see Baba's leg shaking with each blow. And it's... <laughs> when I saw it... I'm sorry, go ahead, Candace, go ahead. <laughs> and it's, there's the sweeping orchestral music that's playing, and you see uh, Arden uh, screaming... You don't hear it, you just hear the music, but you see him screaming with blood spraying in his face. And I love it so much when movies do this. One of my favorite movies of all time, The Descent, does this too. Where you have to out-monster the monster to survive. You have to give up every shred of your humanity and just turn into a fucking beast to be able to make it to the end and get out. So, it really got me. I was like, oh, this is great. I had this huge smile on my face. Of, the, of him uh, mounted over top of Baba that's shot from where the legs are from behind, and you just see him slamming that thing down with the legs twitching is such a great and shot. And the blood's just coming all over the place. 
Oh, and it's ridiculous blood too. Yeah. Just insane amounts of blood. Yeah, it looks like he's hitting like a like and, a, a water balloon just filled with blood. Because it's just oh, rocketing. Like Each ball. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the whole time, every strike with that stool, all of the stupid little fucked up freaks of, of uh Baba's are just wincing and like, oh God, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, now what are we gonna do? Well, you're do? killing that go... god, yeah. right? Well, yeah. You got now they gotta go get jobs. These guys aren't qualified. <laughs> They're gonna for be anything. on public assistance. It's gonna be awful. Ugh, getting on the dole immediately. Oh, we're all disabled. We don't have eyes. Well, you chose that, fuckers. So anyhow, <laughs> the beat drops. The music kicks into the cool intro music from this episode, and our blood-soaked Arda comes stumbling on and out. He, the the people uh, seem to want to worship him. Yeah, they're yeah. all like bending down and holding. Yeah, his they're hand, like holding, holding out their, their hands, hands like they want him to, you know, yeah. give them benediction. Well, yeah. it makes sense, right? Because this is Conan cutting off uh, Thassa Doom's head. You killed yeah. the king. Now you're the king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or more importantly, this is Riddick killing the leader of the Necromongers. Oh yeah, that's much more important. Yeah. <laughs> no, Conan was more important. You keep what you kill. That first Jim. pitch black was good. After that, they all just went downhill. Damn, they're so great. You, you've just got to not uh, really. Oh no, pay no, attention. I enjoy them. I, 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 don't hate the movies, but I mean, just how good the first one was compared yeah. to all yeah. the other. They're ones. completely different. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So yeah, out. Uh, and, and so those uh, dream sequences with the hand grasping toward him, covered in blood. Now we see that hand again, but this time it's his own hand, as he makes his way out of the house opens the door, and he's stumbling, and he's barely fucking alive, barely sane. He's like a madman, stumbling around crazily, covered in blood, but victorious, because he's also, like, very, very happy. Yeah, he starts to laugh a little bit once he gets out. Well, he just killed a hell god, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, how does he know he's safe? How far away does he have to get from that fucking uh, police precinct before he can be like, "Ah, you know what, I'm away from hell, I'm away from the hellhole right now. Yeah. I, I don't know, because, I mean, the radios didn't... He has the key now. Oh, no, he doesn't. He left it in the guy's head. Fuck. Oh, uh, so I guess he the can't window? get into the... <laughs> yeah. Um, so he runs out, and he's stumbling around, and, and victorious, he gets out of the woods, makes his way to the to the road, and we see a van coming by. He and saved. the van just fucking runs mm-hmm. him over. And then that van careens off the it's road. A circle. Crashes into, into the water. The yep. And it's a perfect circle. But this time, as we watch the van fill with water, no one is inside. So that's the synopsis, I would say, of Baskin. Um, yeah. So my, the thing that I was, I was pondering this all day and I was like sweeping the floors mm-hmm. and I was thinking about this. I'm like, what did that ending mean? I'm like, why did he have to do it yeah. over and over and over again? And is he going to do it again? Well, then you pointed out how many locks this guy had on him. So he probably did this mm-hmm. over and over again, trying a different lock with the key each time. Yeah. Which, oh my God. So, wow. that makes sense. Oh, damn, that's Interesting take. And maybe that's why this time there's no one in the van. Maybe he, this time he succeeded because, because he would maybe. He's unlocked it and set them all free. He was free. going for the obvious locks, the giant padlock on his back. The locks yeah. around oh, his neck. He wasn't going damn, for the Candace. spiritual lock of his third eye. Because he kept saying, open your mind, open your mind. Yes. Yeah. So what about you, Tim? 
Anything you want to add to the... Uh... Uh, I thoroughly enjoy this oh, movie. I fucking love uh, this movie. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh. again, another surprise where it's like, okay, the fuck, it's a Turkish movie? What the hell? And then I read the synopsis and I'm like, wait, a bunch of cops inadvertently enter hell. The mm-hmm. fuck does this have to do with madness? But it didn't make me mad watching it, so I liked it. Yeah, it uh, it kind of, when I read the synopsis, it was like, this is a surreal nightmare. And I'm like, I don't really like surreal movies. And there's some surrealness to it, but... But it doesn't go No, horrible. it doesn't. It doesn't go into, like, sniffing your own farts territory where they're like, this is cinema and art. You know what kind of movies I'm talking about? You know, A24 mm-hmm. films? <laughs> like, this movie's actually good. <laughs> Damn. Plus, anything with cults. God, I fucking love cults. Same here. Oh, my God. Um, God, The House of the Devil. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking God. great modern But do you cult. call this a cult? Because... They were real, right? Well, the cults are, yeah. cults are real, too, Tim. What well, are we talking about here? Yeah, Tim, <laughs> well, no, 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 because is it a cult if there's only a special time of night where you can go to the place where this cult is, where the two true. realms come together? Uh, that's, true. that's true. Is it a cult where the guy, the leader looks like that motherfucker and his second-hand guy looks like that other motherfucker? Have you, did you ever play the video game Outlast 2? It has a cult that reminds me of this. It, mm, I, I familiar, highly suggest it. It's a great game. But, uh, yeah, it's mm. got a cult and it reminded me of this and it had, like, this uh, prophecy about a baby being born and stuff. But, no, like, any time with uh, cults in movies always gets me. I'm like, I'm on board. Yep, we're good. And this movie really surprised me with how good it was. Because before this, the only Turkish movies I knew about was, like, Turkish Superman, you know? Yeah, I didn't know right. Turkish movies could be this good. <laughs> Turkish Superman, <laughs> Turkish Star Wars. So I'll, I'll give you another fun little um, tidbit on the Zoroastrianism. That bridge, the sifting bridge that they go through, if it gets too narrow for them because of their uh, misdoings, there are two places you can end up, either the House of Song, which is where the good souls end up, or the House of Lies, which is where the bad souls end up. Wait, hold on a second. So, so I'm dead, and I have mm-hmm. to walk on this bridge, and at the yep. end of the bridge is heaven, right? Yes, but if it's too narrow, you have to turn back and go to the House of Lies. Or the House of Song. You just, oh, all right, I thought you meant... Uh... House of Song's the good one. Okay, all right, that's, that's where, where you, you want to go. go. Okay, yes. Yeah, you don't want to go to the House of Lies. That's the well, bad what one. That's where all the bad it, people are. Is it Coldplay? Um, it's whatever it's song you want. So for me, it's Freebird. <sighs> no, 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 no. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing that always got me with that fucking heaven bullshit. Is one of the things I remember being taught in school is if, when you die, you always hear your favorite song forever and ever. And I'm like, what? you know what? After two days, it wouldn't be my favorite fucking song anymore. <laughs> what? They told you? Yeah. Then I'm in Did, hell. Is that like yeah, in Catholic that school? They said that when you go to heaven, yeah. you just hear your favorite song over and over again? Your favorite song. You're always surrounded by your family. Man. And I, I never got to ask the question about what if some of the people in my family go to hell? Mm, then yeah. what happens? Because my idea of heaven is being with my entire family. But guess what? My Uncle Donald is in hell because he was banging some trick and bringing me and my sister along as cover. <laughs> <laughs> mm. How does that work well, out? You know, as long as long as he was well, able to confess before he died, he went to heaven. Yeah, well, Tim, there's the... no unhappiness in hell, so you just wouldn't care. Or in heaven, you so you just wouldn't care. Well, see, the other thing too that they told us is that one of the like the big pleasures <laughs> oh, that you would get in heaven was being able to look yeah. down into hell and seeing people being. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, whoa! Wait a fucking are you, second. Are you allowed to like rub on out when you're in heaven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, you don't even need to. 
You're just watching people being tortured eternally. Yeah, well, that's what's fucked up is because up in heaven, you're smooth like a Ken doll, but down in heaven, that's where they all got the shit going. Yeah, every time uh, any religious institution describes heaven, I'm like, that doesn't sound like a reward. (laughs) It doesn't sound good. It just doesn't make sense because my favorite question, I'll wrap it up quick, but uh, Mm -hmm. my wife has already been married before she met me, okay? Mm -hmm. But she is my first wife. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's say at some point in the future, my wife, I, and her first husband are all going to be dead. I actually know what you're going to ask, and I know the answer. Mm -hmm. Okay, please. Uh, I go to heaven. My wife goes to heaven. Her first husband goes to heaven. My idea of heaven is spending the rest of my life with my beautiful wife, and guess what his idea of heaven is? Living it with the rest of his ex-wife. So... Who gets my wife in heaven? When you both when everybody dies that actually severs the marriage ties you're not married anymore to her once you die to death do us part oh so, wait so mm-hmm. now she gets to make a choice yep. in heaven that doesn't sound oh, like any fucked, religion tim. i know <laughs> tim you're fucked no i i think i brought it up before on the show but my favorite uh, and i'll wrap it up quickly my favorite problem with heaven is um heaven is infinite you're there forever right so everything that possibly could take place will take place We know that Lucifer, the fallen angel, betrayed God in heaven and was cast aside into hell. Given the rules of the infinity, every person in heaven inevitably ends up in hell. No, not unless it's God's will. Bada bing, bada boom. Problem solved. No. If you're already in heaven, you got to believe in God because guess what? There's a God. That's why you're in heaven. So if you believe in God, he can do whatever he wants. I actually... Lucifer literally knew God. I actually wrote a book about this in the biblical way oh yeah well <laughs> you knew him in the biblical way <laughs> that was i mean i was like young so it wasn't a very good book mm-hmm. but it was based on the idea that okay so everybody's up in heaven now everybody's happy and net and mm-hmm. so satan had already fallen which means that the potential for corruption is there and i i, th- I mm-hmm. posited the idea that inevitably there was going to be corruption that was going to grow, and the cycle was just going to start all over again. If something happened mm. once, it's it going to happen, happen again. <laughs> yep. Yep. Especially given infinite possibility, because you're there forever. Plus, you know what? I'm going to kill my fucking ex-wife, my fucking wife's ex-husband. <laughs> Jesus, Tim. <laughs> oh, Tim. Jesus. My idea of heaven on... is being with my wife, killing her husband, ex-husband, and getting away with it. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Okay. And yeah, then the, jerk it off while I watch people we... get tortured. <laughs> Watching him down in hell. No, that's oh, when I find yeah. out we're all Ken dolls in heaven. I'm like, oh, fuck, what the hell did I just do? Yeah. Never mind, God, I'm out of here. I gotta go. Send me to down there they or whatever. fucking hell, right? Okay. Oh, that's all they do in hell. I mean, you, you saw Baskin, right? That's literally the only thing that was going on. Just a bunch of fucking and, oh, I guess the butchering of people, too. But, you know, we can gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Hey, you get used to you do both of them long enough, they become the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Pain and pleasure. See how it all wraps back into Baskin. Everything inevitably, ladies ah, and gentlemen. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. I 100% agree. Second time I've seen it, I saw it the wife years ago. Remember really enjoying it, but, man, next watch, way better. So... If you guys haven't already, I'd say next time you have a spare moment, give it another watch. See what else you pick up. Because I'll get to a... the family together. We'll all watch it together. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that'd be a good, <laughs> you know what? That'd be a good live stream. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Maybe we'll throw it up on the blood stream one of these weekends. Surprise, motherfuckers. So, 
Yeah. Oh, God, tell them it's one thing and then throw this out there. That'd be great. All right, Candace, thank you so much for joining us today. I know it's a little later where you're at, but is there anything you think our listeners should be paying attention to that may or may not involve you? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Nothing? <laughs> I was, okay. If it doesn't involve Candace, don't, <laughs> don't pay, pay attention, attention to it. It's not important. No, I was honestly She's her own cult. I was honestly thinking about this. I've been thinking about it for the past week. There's no movies coming out. That like or any horror movie specifically that I'm like, oh, I can't wait for that to come out because everything's been fucking delayed. Mm -hmm. There's no video games well, we coming King out. King Kong and Godzilla this yeah, week. Yeah, that's right? not a horror movie. Like, there's no yeah, video yeah. games. It might be a horrible movie. There's no video games coming out because they've all gotten delayed. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed yeah, to do with my time now? We're finally hitting that that point in the delay. Monster Hunter Rise just came out on uh, Switch. If you like those Hunter, games, no. you would think that even with the virus going around that. Video games, that's something you could do from your house. You would think right? so, if you're but... programming and doing stuff, right? I mean, of course, so... maybe not everybody who works for a video game company has a, that shit at their house, a rig, but if I'm fucking Ubisoft or Electronic Arts, guess what I'm sending to your fucking house so you can work on this fucking game and we can get it out when everybody's at home looking to play games. Yeah. Provided it's not being developed in Japan where they live in a postage stamp-sized fucking that's room. That's true. So kind of hard to set up a big yeah, rig in there. it's just, yeah. uh, she's been hitting me hard this yeah. week. It's just uh, a yeah. desolate wasteland of consumerism in front of me. There's nothing to consume and feeling a little out of sorts. <laughs> just podcast. There's a ton of these that's motherfucking true. things going on. That's, yeah, lots of podcasts. You know what you could do is you could just jump on the blood bank where we're going to be adding an additional <laughs> almost 700 movies. So that's, uh, and we did add Dark Place, by the way. So that is available. Are you talking you about Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? Pay attention. Yeah! Yes, I oh, sorry, I probably blew up oh. my mic right there. Guess what Candace is doing in about oh. like 25 minutes after we finish this podcast. So good. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Should have all six episodes. So, Tim, what about you? Anything you want people to pay attention to? Uh, Well, I think I got another blood... Uh, not a bloody bits. I'm on that show already. <laughs> I got another uh, bloody uh, bits episode coming, coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to it next week. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know if I keep saying it enough, I'll be on his show. Uh, I got something coming out with Daniel pretty soon. He'll get there. Oh, yeah. On the mustache show. Yeah. I was supposed to. I was actually supposed to be covering House of a Thousand Corpses with him this week, but he uh, fucked up his scheduling. Wait, so who has a mustache go. in that? Sid Hay. He's got a beard. Uh, He's also got a mustache. I pulled an audible. I told Daniel, uh, put me on there. You have to. Cheating. Hey, look, man, when you're me, you cheat. Uh, okay. How else do you think uh, you got such a hot wife? <laughs> that's all right, so I'll, I'll do the follow-up with Three from Hell. Yeah, that's a very, very good... Uh, <laughs> Very good point. It's not my personality, <laughs> I'll cheated. tell you that. <laughs> I did. I really did. Gotcha, bitch. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'd say, of course, Mustachio Podcast, Dio Grind, Ben, pay attention to them because they put out good products every week, mostly. Sometimes they miss, not like us. Um, of course, you're paying attention well, to us already. Well, if any so. of the three of us are on uh, those other two shows, you know they're going they're, to yeah. be good. Oh, yeah. It's going to be quality. Other than that, yeah, of course, if you are not subscribed to the Patreon, please do. If you can't, just tell a friend. Give us a five-star review on Buy the Buy one iTunes. of our T-shirts. Buy one of our T-shirts. We've been uh, sending some out to people for free. I know there's a bit of a delay in the shipping, though. Uh, that's the logistics that are going on with them. They're like 50% capacity of their manufacturing right now. So if you haven't Wait, gotten so, yours so yet, So somebody sends you some fucking Vitavigil Vegemin in the mail, and they're going to get a free t-shirt? Some what? Vitavigil Vegemin? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Tim? Vitavigil Vegemin. 
It's so tasty. No. G'day, mate. Here's some Vitavigi Medicine. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the quality is on the shirt. Wait, so hold I on. Didn't want people Candace, to you don't know money. what that reference is talking from? about Vegemite. No, no. Well, Vitavigi no. Benjamin is from I Love Lucy. Well, why would I Vitamina know that? Benjamin? Yeah, that's... <sighs> Come on. Come on, Candace. I know that I don't. one, Candace. I don't like sitcoms. I've never seen a single episode of I Love Lucy. You've never seen... Oh, my nope. God. Candace, stop being a moron <laughs> oh and watch my a fucking show. Okay, well, I didn't realize I was going to get attacked. Put, yeah. put some of them on... Oh, put the, that, the fucking uh, oh, the conveyor belt. The one where Lucy tries to get on the show with Ricky. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Which is that every one? single episode. The Ricky Lake show? Is that the one she's trying to get on? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Ricky Lake. Oh, uh, no, so like I said, I, I think just, I sent out a few. I think pretend she's younger than she actually is. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I sent out a few shirts for free because I don't know what the quality's like on these, and I'd hate people to waste their money. So a couple of people got lucky. Other people didn't. Candace, you should have one coming. Tim, you're the co-host, and you don't have one coming yet. <laughs> oh, boy. Look at that. Oh, well. It'd be kind of weird to wear, like, my own face on you my shirt, You don't get right? pics. You don't no. get shirts. <laughs> We just we don't send you the one with your your face on it. We send you one with the logo. We have some very good designs. The nail gun massacre one's my favorite. I got personally. that. Also the uh, the rhino who has a dick for a fucking you know, uh, snap. I almost who's coming a rainbow. I almost got that one, but then I was like, and then you zoomed uh, in but then on I it. I was like, no, I know people in this community, and I have to go grocery shopping here. I'm like, I'm not gonna walk around the shirts rhino hard. <laughs> my wife designed it the rhino's horn has veins in it it's so good oh man so i think that about wraps it up for us then everybody as always this is how we end it Yandan 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 biz korkmayız ondan bundan biz korkmayız